Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. Quick housekeeping for you as per usual. Make sure you rate and review five stars on Apple's podcast app. Follow me on Instagram at Felix.Levine. My YouTube channel, subscribe, Felix Levine. Search it on YouTube. You can subscribe, watch everything in its full video formats as well as smaller clips and highlights. Um, and I love when you guys reach out to me. Tell me what you do like about the episodes, maybe what you don't like. That's also incredibly helpful. Um, guests you want to, to see on the show. Um, so please, please reach out to me, FelixLevineWTG at gmail.com. You can find that on my website, Felix-Levine.com, or just DM me on Instagram. Uh, I usually check those, so please, please do that. Um, it's really awesome to, to hear from you guys. And my guest today, he is coming on the show for the third time. He is one of the brightest and funniest comedians that I know and is part of a new special with Pete Davidson on Netflix that just came out. Please welcome Nico White. Got it. You want an intro? Do I want an intro? <laughs> now then, where's my camera, Josh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, everyone watching this, this is the Where's This Going podcast <laughs> with your host, who's wider than me, the one, the only, the deceptively older looking, Felix Levine. Wait, no, you were going to add something else earlier. I was going to add something else earlier, right? So, yo, I found something out about our guy right here, man, when I walked in. So, apparently, like, not only is Felix French, right? But Felix is also, according to Josh, I didn't say this, according to Josh, ladies, Felix is the best box eater in Brooklyn. Accor yo, Josh told me Felix really out here. Wait, like how that. does Josh know that? I don't know, nigga. You got to ask Josh. Y'all do this. I don't, you don't got nothing to do with me. I'm just saying. Nico that is dying to... La ladies, it's what I heard. And once I heard it, I was like, I got to tell everybody on the podcast. Because he, he up here talking to fighters and about headlocks and shit. But look at that bitch. Look, 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 look. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Right there. <laughs> Something for you to sit on. Right there. <laughs> hey, fam. It's a pleasure to be back on here, man. It's a pleasure to have you, dude. Real every talk. Every time I have... I told, I texted Josh earlier. I was like, yo, do you, can we get the studio for an extra hour? Because I know when, when Nico comes... Yeah, I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> and my guy has a lot to say. Um, I'm going to be here a while, man. No, but I'm uh, I'm actually so happy to see you. Uh, it's been a little minute. We Last time we were here is... There's so many viruses. Man, last time we were here, it was yeah, so many viruses. I swear viruses. to God, you started like the whole thing with the mask. You were no, like, I didn't have the mask on. I think you had like three started. masks on, actually. No, I didn't. I only had... I swear to God. Yo, this is how crazy it is, right? I only had on one mask, right? People, This is how you know people, if you let people do it, they will create shit in their head. <laughs> this nigga said, yo, you had the mask on the whole time. You had on I three see. masks. Yo, I watched that interview. That's one of the interviews I have downloaded, man. That's, oh, really? one, that's one of my best interviews. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you guys should watch it, as a matter of For fact. For sure. But Nico White 2. Nico White Nico, 2. There's Nico White 1. one. Yep, this is Nico White one. 3. This is the third one. Yeah. Hey. How about it? You know you know who else has, has been on three times? Who gives a fuck? So, <laughs> no, <laughs> who else? Christina on? Hutchinson. Oh, that's the homie. That's different. I, I give very much a fuck about we love, that. We love Christina. Shout out to Christina Hutchinson. Everybody else. Man, I ain't no fighter. But... Um, I was gonna say I want to congratulate you, man. Thank you. From the time when I first did the show, this kid was emailing like cold mm -hmm. emails to mm -hmm. people, right? 
and then just to see how it's grown. Like real talk. I'm proud of you, man. I appreciate you. No, you said I'm that before. It means a lot. Um, you know? I, and it's also cool, like, for me, likewise for you to see, like, we've, I don't want to say grown together. Yeah, man. But, like, in three, four years that I've known you, yeah. there's been growth, especially, like, recently, like, a big, big drop we'll talk about after. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the fact that I've been able to have you on three times and... Uh, and just been able to follow you and and be and be your friend and yeah. and uh, and I think it's awesome. So I'm happy. Likewise. I'm happy for both of us. This is my Letterman right here, <laughs> y'all. Or whoever who was Ali's said, favorite person to do interviews with. I remember once you said Cronkite. It was it Cronkite. That's I'll say said, Cronkite. You good, nice like Cronkite. I don't. I, I've never really watched Cronkite. No, you. No, you there's there's an evenness to how he speaks to people. You know okay. what I'm saying? You have that evenness I to where it's it. like. You got the voice that's deceiving, then you got the face that don't look its age, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, doing the shit. Thank you. But who's, who is that person that Muhammad Ali used to always do interviews with? He's gonna, okay, he gonna look it up. But in the meantime, dog, we in here. The, we, I'm in gonna the give you a job we, back. <laughs> you know, I'm no, sitting in the hosting I, chair because he was nice enough to let me. You know no, I mean? no. It's, when I walked in, I said, which one you want? Of course, Nico said, give me that one. Hey, he right, he right. I did say that. That's how we <laughs> Which is up. classic Nico White. Um, now, so a few days ago, let's just get into it. A few days ago, big drop. Big drop. Tell me what drop. drop. Pete, what's, what's, it's called Pete Davidson and Friends. Is that what it is? What's the official title? So the official title is Pete Davidson Presents the Best Friends. Okay. And it's on Netflix. So if you guys haven't, please go watch that. It's um that that was really a dope thing to be a part of. Like it, for real, for real. And I don't wanna I'm not gonna spoil it for people who haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. Um I watched it yesterday after I, I just was seeing it all over multiple uh people that I follow, obviously, including you. And um, I'm not gonna spoil your set either, mm-hmm. but I thought, and I'm genuinely saying this, like, especially like the subject matter that you talked about, mm-hmm. which is a touchy one. Um, I thought you did such a fantastic job of, uh, you know, like it would, it was in a lot of ways, and I don't throw this out lightly because I think like he's really the goat or one of the goats but it was like and Chappelle obviously talks about this subject a lot and he got cr- demolished over it mm-hmm. but like the way you approached it I really felt was like Chappelle like mm. you know what I mean thank you man like and it was just so it was brilliant um and it showed a lot about like knowing you the way that you talked about well I can say the subject matter of course you They're can basically like I'm not gonna say the joke obviously but it's like it's, it talks about like transgender um the subject matter around like trans everything mm-hmm. and uh and the joke is around kind of your interaction with with your barber whatever and um but it showed uh, for my my main point is that it showed kind of who you are in your best in your most like brilliant comedic self and also in like you as the heart you have and the person you are and wow ob- obviously it's a great joke too so it's like I thought that I was happy that of the like the few minutes that they show of each yeah. of, of the comics that they feature, mm-hmm. um, that that was like what was featured because I thought that it was some of your best your best work. Thank you, man. And to that, right? Um, so the joke itself, and I ain't gonna I ain't gonna spoil it. I'll give you um, I'll give the folks that are watching like the little parts of mm-hmm. it. So it's about an interaction that I had when I was going to the barbershop, right? And the premise is, you know, I stay in my lane and I mind my business. That's mm-hmm. the premise. I give you that much. And I go through, like, it is based off of the actual story. Like, I go through an interaction I had, and not with my actual barber. I walked in, my barber was gone, right? Mm-hmm. He was on vacation. He didn't tell me. And the other barbers, barbers that were there, they asked me something about Dwayne Wade's kid, right? And I truly didn't know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't know Dwayne Wade had children. 
A. Yeah. I didn't know um, you know, anything going on with them because I'm not supposed to, right? So then when they told me what was going on, that Dwayne Wade had a, you know, child that was born one gender and one become another. And we really had that conversation, right? Because I'm going like, why does I don't care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about a kid. And yeah. I, I truly don't think you should be in a child's business yeah, yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. And if I can be honest, that's the one joke that, like, you know how you take your time to get something right. right. It's almost like if you were talking, if you're going to go talk to a girl, right? You want to make sure that it's felt. And I'm very happy that, how do I put this? Because we recorded longer sets than what you guys right, could right. see. Right, right. That's what I imagine. So I recorded maybe. 12 minutes, okay, right? And they kept, and that, that bid is probably maybe four and a half, right? Yeah. So it was almost jarring at first to see that they cut me to that short, right? It was jarring to see that. Right. But to see how that joke went and to get the reaction from people, like, mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. Because one of the things that I'm big on is that people are at, like, comedians that know how to talk about those topics aren't here mm -hmm. and that really fucking bugs me yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. because there's a difference between what you see and what's available or what they're showing to you right and what's available as somebody that's been out here for a while working these things it's like i don't see that topic as you know something that you got to be afraid of that you can't talk about it's only how you talk about it right. so that's the thing behind that joke. Even when they sent like the clip for it, right? They sent they sent one clip and it started where um it start it started a few seconds after I set up the initial thing, right? And I remember I sent my person. I was like, hey, may, get let, I like the preview, but give me a little bit more the first sentence before that because I wanted to be absolutely clear that I'm not making fun of the kid. Right. I'm only talking about the situation mm -hmm. and how I think you should mind yeah. your business yeah. when it comes to children right. and what they think of themselves. Yeah. And the most touching thing about since the special came out is like getting messages from folks that are really? like, bro, like legit people are saying shit like, I didn't even think I could enjoy comedy because of how you know wow. their things been talked about so to be a part of someone's day like that wow. like one lady hit me up last night and the shit it, it's very touching i'm I, I i don't take stuff like that for granted yeah um this woman hit me up and i ain't gonna go back and find a message right now but she hit me up and she said you know i have a child that's like you know questioning what they're gonna do whatever and she was like you know we were watching your set for our breaths held but you handled it so well so Shout out to her. Shout out to everybody that watched it. That's I'm awesome. glad that um that joke came out because that was one, that was one of two jokes that like I was like if they don't do nothing else. Those better be in there. It was that one about that, and then there's um one that didn't make it about um teachers getting guns. Uh, and I don't good. work. Hey man, look, let me tell you something, dog. Like certain stuff has happened since yeah. we recorded, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I want that one. I want yeah, people yeah. to see that one. Because, again, there's so much that happened in between the time yeah. that we recorded that and now, right? We recorded in April. And yeah. we had somebody walk into the supermarket, yep. pop out a bunch of black people for mm -hmm. no reason. We had somebody walk into the school. And I had two jokes on the topics of white supremacy and, oh, wow. you know what I'm saying, how we shouldn't judge the kids mm -hmm. because they go through so much and they get shot in school. And the best solution we have is giving teachers guns, that whole thing, right? I want the, yo. I can't tell you. It's like yeah. it's like. Can big, you get the footage? 
I well, you know, it's one of those things where if I could, I wonder if I could release it on my own, oh, right? right? Because if I can't get the footage from that taping, if they didn't use it, then I'm sure I could just tell those jokes yeah. and put it out that way, which, gotcha. you know, I probably will do on TikTok and stuff. But, man, I'm I'm smiling right now. Sm- you know what I'm Dude, let me take, we're going to pause one sec. Oh, you good? Because I, I forgot to put my, my meter. Oh, you good? Go pay your meter. No, no, no. I just I can do it on my phone. Oh, okay. I'm just going to do I just I just realized like two seconds ago. Yeah, y'all yeah, clap in a second. Yeah, clap in I just want to get it at a hard stop and then... Um, got you. I'm not trying to get a ticket. Nah, don't get a ticket. I didn't know you could pay your... Um, yeah, you I got to tell my pops that, man. Yeah, you could pay on your phone. Got you, got you. You into that automated... I'm telling you, these young people into all that automated <laughs> shit, bro. I didn't know that shit either until he showed me. I, I'm telling you, he when when I talked to him today, right? Because <laughs> he, he sent me a menu to order the sushi from, right? I said, I, 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 go, I go, let me know what you want. He goes, he goes, what you want me to do? Like... Like, <laughs> like Bro. click on it. And I'm like, no, just tell me what the fuck you want. He's like, I don't know about your generation. I'm like, what are you talking about my generation? We're like a yo, few years apart. Yo, he's, and he said that with all of the energy of like a hood drug dealer, bro. He's like, yo, what you mean my generation, bro? Like, we were in the same five years. And I'm like, hold on, wait, how, how old are you? He's like, he, and then I told him how old I I was like, well, I'm 29. He's like, okay, now you a little old. <laughs> It's still seven years. Like, did you come up on um, Avatar: Last Airbender? All that shit. Yeah, that, I love that shit. Okay, I can respect you. Dude. I love that shit. All right, well done, the cartoons. I don't know if this is part of the shit, but you, you ain't clap again. But. Oh yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait. Yeah. Wait is our lovely producer. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, no, we were just talking about off the. I didn't mm, cartoons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a hell of a transition, ain't it? Yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait. You know, we can talk about that after, but I still want to talk about because uh, I have so many questions about this this Netflix um, Shoot. special. Mm-hmm. So, I guess my because I don't know even like how are you and Pete even friends? Like how did that? Ah oh, man. Okay, so couple funny things with that, right? And it's one of my favorite things about this whole thing that we did. So back when I was like 16, I don't know if you know Chris. Uh, Chris DeStefano. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So Chrissy D was, um, you know, at Laugh Lounge, me and him. This is like 20... I was 16, so this got to be 2010, right? So 2010... Yeah, it got to be 2010 because I met Pete in 2011. So it's 2010, maybe late 2010, probably like December or maybe even January 2011, right? One of those. But it was really late and Chris came up to me. We in the um, green room at Laugh Lounge. He goes, hey... You know there's another 16-year-old out here, right? He's out in Staten Island. His name is Pete Davidson. I was like, a word. I Wait, said, talk like, do your best Chrissy D impersonation. Uh, damn, it's been so long since we've, like, talked, talked. Uh, you, Because, you know, Chris got that, got that, like, <laughs> that, like, that voice of, like, the frat dude. Yeah, but yeah. he's also very educated. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He's and he's also shit. very, like, goofy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so goofy. I, I, I don't, like... I can't I can't do the voice. Right, like right, I can right. do the man mannerisms almost because yeah. he, he was always like this and his neck comes down when he yeah, talks yeah. to you. And yeah, I was yeah. shorter than He's big too. Yeah, yeah. Big guy. Real big dude. Yeah. And like fuck around if you want to. Yeah, see if Chris yeah. you don't get body slammed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> People see the comedian, it's like, all right, that nah, motherfucker he, played college yeah, basketball. I know he played college he ball. He, he's big. He ain't the type of dude for you to fuck with. <laughs> but um he was like, you know, there's a 16-year-old out in Staten Island, right? Named Pete Davidson. I was like, Nah, but that's fire because back then it was only, as far as I knew, that were as young as me. He was the only one that was as young as okay. me, right? And then you had a couple of our friends that were older than us, but within the next like three years, like Jordan Rock, Matt Richards, um, Nick Alexander, so on and so forth, right? And it was cool to me to know that there was somebody that was that young like me right. that was working, mm-hmm. right? 
But I had never been to Staten Island before. I had never even taken that ferry. So I asked Chris, I said, um, is he black? He's like, nah. I said, nah. And then I, <laughs> I, yeah, I did. I said, and then I was like, is he white? He said, yeah. I said, okay, cool. I said, he'll never be in my way, right? Yeah. And then the next year, funny enough, we were doing this comedy group called the Little Rascals of Comedy, right? And the comedian that put that together, we had maybe a squad of seven comics. Okay. And one of the comics dropped out, right? And I'll, ne I'll never forget the shit. I was walking into the green room of Times Square Arts Center, and Matt Richards came over to me. He's like, Nico, meet Pete Davidson, right? So I meet this kid in some fucking big-ass Timberlands in a hoodie, right? About as goofy-looking as I am. About as tall as me, too. And we are cool from that moment. Like, he made my Twitter account maybe three days later at a Little Rascals meeting because I didn't know what the fuck Twitter was. Yeah. And he was like, what do you mean you don't know what Twitter is? <laughs> How fucking old are you, dude? <laughs> like, for 17, what do you mean you don't know what Twitter is? Fucking made that Twitter account for me. The and irony then, is he's barely on social media now. Well, yeah, that's the, that's, a, that's the most hilarious part of the shit. I got a Twitter anniversary that came up. There's like, yo, you been on here for 10 years? I said, and the motherfucker that made this account for me don't even fuck with none of this shit no more. But, um, yeah, we all remain cool after that. Um, the first time I ever performed a homie, he had asked me to do a barn in Staten Island, right? So it's the whole cast from The Rascals of Comedy. We went down there, and it was just like, Staten Island's a weird-looking place, right? I forget how to describe where we were, but it was like, you know those long metal shits that you'll see in, like, shipyards and stuff? Yeah. They were, like, doing a show out of one of those, and the show was packed, did that. It was good. Everybody came back. And then we did the Little Rascals of Comedy show. Tore that shit up. And everybody from that group pretty much stayed friends. Gotcha. You know, and we've all been cool since then. So you so you saw him before he was even on SNL and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Bef shit, before SNL, before Guy Code. I even remember when um my first road gig was when he had did that, um the shit that got him signed with Nick Cannon. I don't even know what that is. Oh, gotcha. It used to be a showcase back in the day called okay. the Fresh Face of Comedy Showcase okay. that Nick Cannon would host. Yeah. And he did that. He got signed. And I remember it because that was the same day that I did um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, my first road gig ever okay. with John Witherspoon from okay, yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Right? I feel like I know him. And like, I remember that night because he, he had texted everybody, yo, fucking, ah, Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it went great. And yeah, certain shit like that just sticks out. And so, did you talk to him about the whole Kim thing? Huh? No. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah? I don't know what you're talking oh, you about. You can't talk about that. I don't see, know what you're See, see there are things you can't talk about. Huh? No, no, no. Ain't nothing I can't talk about. But I'm saying, like, legit. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like I say in the set, mind your business. <laughs> mind your business. Stay out, stay out grown folk business. You know what I'm saying? Before we go into homie and hit and whatever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell these hoes more about what you're doing with your face, man. <laughs> Felix out here eating pussy for free, asking no questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just come like, lay the box on yeah. the face. And just... uh, no, but uh, so do you guys like? Do you hang out when you're in the city? I ain't. We don't get to do that too often because homie's busy all the time. Yeah. Like the last couple times we've got to hang out, it's been like just running into each other and then at the um, Netflix joint. But whenever we do, and this is something that I appreciate, and this is about all of them, because it's mm -hmm. not just Pete, like our class in general, everybody's so busy. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, at various levels, but you don't get to see everybody that often yeah. anymore yeah. because careers have taken shape, families have taken shape. So these days, you really appreciate all of that. And I think for me, the best part about that Netflix joint and just all of this was how organic it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all do actually know each other. We all actually came up together. And I'm one of those people that I truly think that the generation of comics that we come from, they kind of, they see us, but they kind of act like they don't see us. So they don't take us seriously, right? And some of the most talented people have come from that generation and they're here now. They're here now and they're ready. You know what I mean? There's a comedian who you didn't get to see. What? There's a comedian that you didn't get to see on the... um tape that did the warm-up for the show right named matt richards started out with everybody he was on the rascals too and it's like you know it's one of the most talented guys i know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's here ready you know what i'm saying at a high level too same thing for um Derek Gaines. he's another one here ready there's a bunch of comedians from our time i'm talking about i started in 2007 so let's go maybe four years earlier Jesus. than that from 2003 to 2000 and 11 there's a lot of comics that were good then that are great now Mm -hmm. you know so the fact that to be with them like almost all grown up and shit and to do that like that i I think it's also cool like for you know to do it all together and then also like you know pete who's like become really like a super mega star Mm -hmm. for him to like still want to showcase all of his other like star comedian friends um on a huge platform he's been doing that for a while though yeah yeah like if and that and i mean that's like that's my probably the only thing i wish like you know outside looking in that i wish he got more credit for yeah you know what i'm saying because you'll hear about that dude whatever you hear about him in the news tabloids all that shit but what gets to me is that like they'll they they type like they ain't ain't a career before that and it's like the career in that resume is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That resume is crazy. And if you look at his moves, he's only ever, you look at his, a project like the King of Staten Island, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at how many comedians from this scene that are in that movie, not trained actors, stand-up comedians yeah. that are in that movie that shined. Their game shined in that movie. Ricky Velez shined in that movie. Lynn Coplett shined in that movie. Bill Burr shined in that movie. It was damn near a for us, by us. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that very often because, A, because not a lot of people even get the chance to do that, right? But you don't see that very often. Last time you probably seen that was with somebody like an Adam Sandler, right? right? Or or a Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, to see that dude sometimes not get the credit for doing stuff like that, I think. Chuck it on the, the, what's it called? Yeah, airplane mode. Yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. So. To see him do those types of moves like that and then, you know, man man put his family on. So it's certain things like that because I know where that comes from. Mm-hmm. It's dope to see. He's an inspiring dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that goes for a lot of the people that are on that show. You know what I'm saying? Peace inspiring dude. Jordan Rock. I'll tell you this. Jordan closed the show and Jordan closed that shit with presence. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he handled his position well. So it was, so you guys only did one taping? Uh, we did two tapings in one night. Two tapings in one night. Yes, okay. sir. And they was that your was that your first or your second set? The one that they 
Um, I think um from the audio that I was hearing, it sounded more like the flow definitely was more like the second set okay. because I came right out and just got right to it. You know what I mean? But yeah. That other the other girl was she was fantastic too. Carly. Carly. Carly Aquilino. She yep. was great. Yeah. I haven't seen her. And and no? No. Wow. But that's I know. Crazy. I know. You, I just saw her on Instagram. Her, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of her. Mm -hmm. Um, but I never really seen her work. She was fantastic. She's great. Car look, Carly's great. She's and a New York comic, right? Yeah, and Carly's great off stage too. Like great off stage. Yeah. Like she was like the little Italian sister slash mom of the whole thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And again, just one of those magnetic people. Carly's been out here. I met Carly when what, we were like 18 or 19? Wow. I think Carly might be older than me by a year or something. But I met her back then too. And red haired and shit, wasn't really talking to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But found her way. And you can't fake magnetism. Right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, like, right, right. She has that shit. She has that magnetism and they love her to death. Yeah. They love her to death. The girlies, whatever she call them, they love her to death. So shout outs to Big CA. And to throw out another compliment. She's one of those people that's like lasted since you first met them to now. And that's right. another dope thing about this group of like, you know, you know the struggles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what it takes to be here this long and to stay here this long and to want to keep doing well, it. Also, I was going to say it to that point. It's like, well, you guys are so young. Like you've been doing it for like 15 years, 14, 15, which is so, but you're also, you're not even 30. You know I'm, I mean? I'll be 30 next year. I'm 29. Yeah, but like yeah. that's still like crazy. Like in the grand scheme, like you're still a baby in terms of what, in terms of what you could, yeah, you know, true. in terms of your career, like you still got, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ahead of you. Yeah, knock, knock on, on wood. wood. You know what I'm saying? Know? Hope but these like, genetics don't catch yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> but Ooh. like, but I think my, my, what I'm curious about is like for, that's why I have so much respect for you and so much respect for a lot of these comics that you're talking about is it's uh, there's so many moments where I'm sure you could feel like, damn, like this shit's you like I'm doing I'm not doing it like nothing's progressing. Like yeah. I'm kind of like I'm going in circles like I don't know if you've had those moments. Um, and then if you you know, if so, mm. like what for the people that are trying to make a career out of a difficult, especially difficult career path, like, yeah. like being a comic. Yeah. Um, like how do you kind of keep that stable level headedness? It all depends on the person. So I'm just answer for me. Right. Yeah. There's things to me that matter like a lot, right. They don't matter maybe at all to some people and they're really uh, metaphorical, right. They're just things that I think about. So a couple things that I do know for a fact is that, I'm not the most outgoing person. I don't like to go to parties or nothing like that, right? If I'm not like working, I'm usually to myself, right? And I know that about me, always been that way. And when I was really young, I used to find it hard to connect with people because mm -hmm. the way that I connect, people weren't always ready to connect like that or they had like almost more or less energy than what I wanted them to have or less energy than I wanted them to have, mm -hmm. right? I'm talking about back when I was like a kid kid. so. To get to a point, I was bullied in middle school, all that shit, like, bad in the seventh grade, right? So, to now, I leave middle school, I get into high school, and I find a thing that's endearing and that I mm -hmm. really, really like, you know what I'm saying, in, the, in telling jokes, right? And when you start something as abstract as that, you don't really know where it's leading. Especially me, I was literally first day of high school, tried it felt whatever that fucking feeling was right and then what it's not an addiction like a drug or like oh i gotta feel that again no no it's like 
I really, really love this shit. Whatever it was off the first trap. And what keeps me going is that I know that it started like that. I know that it started on a whim. It's something that came to me while I was sitting in class and my teacher asked if anybody had a talent. You can't lie to me. You can't tell me that I'm not funny. Mm -hmm. Because everything from this shirt to this latte came from jokes. Matcha latte. Matcha latte came from jokes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And whatever amount of people I've built that like the way I do my thing, I know when it wasn't just about eight people. You feel me? And I know what it was like to get those eight people's attention. You know, I know what it was like to get those 20 people's attention and to get it two, three times a week, three, four times a week, leaving that, then going to a open mic around adults that were older and bit more bitter than I've ever been yeah. and not letting that get to me. I know what it's like to see people that have all of the creature comforts that would make me 100 percent good that have frowns on their face right. all the time. You've never seen me not happy. Mm hmm. You've it's never true. seen me in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And from the moment I leave my house, I see the type of shit that would make those people frown. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I've been able to maintain a group of people that would tell you, that's my favorite comedian. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact I was nobody's favorite comedian on September 14th, 2007. I know that. Yeah, Can't lie to me. When... My thing that I do for a living was supposedly dead. Nigga, I'm afraid of heights. And I was telling jokes on rooftops. Yeah. <laughs> Had motherfuckers thinking the street was haunted. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And I'm talking yeah. about at a very close, a similar rate to what I was doing shows at. You know what I mean? When it was a drought. Yeah. When it came down in one mic, right? And it's crazy the shit you think about as you get older that ended up being, you know, full circles, right? At the end of one mic, which is a documentary we did when I was 17, talking about when I was just about to leave high school, what I was going to do and all that shit, right? And I said at the end of one mic, and I think about this quote a lot. If I, could, if I had to do this every day and not get paid, I swear to God, I wouldn't stop, right? I proved that to be the case. Because when it wasn't no money to be made, shit was in parks and all that, I was right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When... Some of my friends who are too big or too good for all that shit, I was right there. When COVID was at its peak, I was in a fucking mask on stage with the microphone and they still felt me. They couldn't see my face. They couldn't see my emotions. But we were still able to connect. You can't lie to me. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... When it comes to Nico White, the stand-up comedian, dog, I know the kid that started this. Mm-hmm. Who he was, why he started, and what he wanted. And I know that who the adult is now. And he's made that kid proud. So So like cool so so for you, when you think of when I think of the hard moments and like where's it going, just keep pushing, right? Because you don't know how you're going to get to what your thing is, right. right? You don't know. This Netflix joint, we were supposed to do this in 2020. 21 days before we were supposed to do it, the whole fucking world yeah, blows yeah, up, yeah. right? And you have to face those, those decisions of, my world just blew up. Yeah. Now what? 
when it hit me, the shit hit me at like the worst time ever. Yeah. Paid my taxes, fucking paid the rent, filled the fridge, did some other stuff. Now I got so little money that I'm on my makeup week, right? Where I would make some of my paper back. Ain't no paper to make back. Yeah. Everything's canceled. Literally the worst time of my life, right? And you have decisions to make. What you gonna do, right? As a man, as a male that's getting older, you call your pop, you know what I'm saying? I called my dad and he was like, what you gonna do? And when he hit me with that, I was like, I'ma keep doing. Mm -hmm. Buckle down to my thing that's always been my thing. I trust it. It's shown me that I should trust it. And I went with it. Mm -hmm. And when it was on Zoom, you might not even thought it was possible, but I made rent on Zoom. Damn. You might not thought it was possible, but there wasn't no shows. I made rent on the rooftop. Mm -hmm. Might not have been possible, but I did shows in parks. Yeah. Connected and all that. Mask on and all that. So yeah. again, for me, it's the things that I can prove, things I can reach out and touch, and the things I can see. I can see that my thing works for me, right? Even when it ain't working. So I'm going to trust it, and I'll keep going forward. Do you feel like you pr you need to prove it to yourself? Like, why do you love it? Why do you love it so much? Is it the feeling that you get, or is it the feeling like, is it more so the feelings that you're able to get to your It's all to those audience? things. It's all those things. And I'd be, I'd be lying to you if I said I could explain it coherently, right? Mm -hmm. I really would be. It's a feeling. I like being a better part of your day. Mm -hmm. Again, dog, from the time I leave home, I see a lot of shit that would make people frown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I smell a lot of smells that'll make people frown. Like, mm -hmm. I'm really seeing some shit, and I'd rather not see that with people. I'd rather be a better part of your day. I enjoy the sound of laughter. Yeah. I'd much rather hear a motherfucker laugh than hear them cry or hear them scream. Yeah. Growing up, I hated yelling. Yeah. I know that might shock some people <laughs> considering my volume, but... I hate yelling. Yeah. If you scream at me right now, that's top five most disrespectful things you could do to yeah, me, yeah, right? Yeah. Just because of like childhood shit. So like in my household, something my mom would say about my grandma is that, you know, if there was no fool, there was no fun. Meaning if there wasn't no laughter, it, well, it wasn't fun. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Everybody in my family got really distinct laughs. So even from a young age, laughter was music to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all have a cackle. My mom is... Sandy laughing so goddamn distinctive. If it, if she start, if she laughing at you, you gonna want to fight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Me and my brother, we we the fall over types. We the mm -hmm. will run around, go around the kitchen and all that. Yeah, yeah. My pops got that, <laughs> yeah. like that wheezing laugh. It comes out of here first. So like, I love that. Even when I was here chopping it up with you, yeah. like, cause he has one of those fucking like breathless laughs too, and it's great. So it's like yeah. shit like that. You like to bring that out of people because yeah. again. Motherfuckers die, man. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers die. People really be going through but shit. I think you're, but I think you're, what I think impresses me most about you is like your mentality all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's a, it's a difficult thing because even it doesn't matter what you're in or what you're doing, what work, what, you know, what job you have, whatever. Like your mentality is one that's like you don't give up mm -hmm. and you don't. And you approach it with the best mindset no matter what the circumstances. Mm -hmm. And that I think is like, that's like undervalued. Like it's so like, that's very hard. Yeah. I don't like, I don't know if you realize how hard that is. 
like to most people yeah. like most people like they get down and then it'll trickle into something else it'll snowball effect into you know the next thing they do yeah. but like you've been doing something that is is very difficult and it's mm-hmm. in a lot of ways can be it can be a very i'm sure it can be a very lonely place you know uh and you've been doing that shit for a minute yeah yeah t- t- 10 minutes <laughs> yeah 13 14 minutes 14 minutes but it's uh yeah i mean i think it's to that though right to that because now we now we kicking philosophy and this is my favorite yeah. thing so if you into that drown yourself in this um episode but man like i really can't explain it and i, I love my job i love my job and like i tell people i've been full-time since my first time i love my job i've never taken it as oh well you know fuck this fuck that no i like doing what i'm doing my favorite part about my day is getting able to get on stage do my thing come off get the joke right feel the feelings all that now who knows i might be i might be programmed you know what i'm saying because we're talking every day since 14 so i might be programmed i might have programmed myself but i love my job when i started i didn't know shit about the business right and i didn't know how weird some people could be i didn't know how something as simple as confidence can turn someone off i didn't know none of that all i knew is that I like writing jokes. I like standing on a, in, in a position and telling them to people. I like making people laugh. And I like being able to shake hands with them and then leave afterwards, mm-hmm. right? I like that. I love it. Still the case now. As long as those things are the case, I'm cool. As long as I feel like I'm not being a bad artist in my artistry, then I'm cool. To whoever you are, if your job is hard, think about where you fit in your job and think about what you can show yourself. I can show myself the reasons why you can't lie to me. I can show myself that. Everything that I've ever gotten, I ain't never got through no manager. I ain't never got through no agent. I don't even got none of that yeah, shit. Yeah, wait, because I, I remember you telling me this when we were talking. I forget when we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. What, uh, you were just anti? You were just always did it. You, you wanted no, to No, I've, ne- I've never been anti. That's And that's another thing that I want to make sure I have clear. I've never been anti working with representation. The thing is, is that, well, it's two things. Number one, I can't make anybody work with me. If you can't see, if you if you work in the industry of stand-up comedy and you look at Nico White, you look at the shit that I've done independently, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the stature that I've st- sustained and grew since I was a fucking teenager, yeah. right? You wouldn't take this bet? I started at 14 years old, fam. Mm-hmm. The only other black comedian that I know this... Hmm. With that similar story, and then I'm talking about like 14 stayed in it and was like gave gave their all to the shit. The only one that I know like that is uh very, very famous and very, very paid. You it's, mentioned them earlier. Does it start with D and ends with Ave? Oh my God. <laughs> Starts with C and ends with Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, again, if you work in this industry and because it's something that comes up every now and again like you'll meet i'll meet somebody that works in the industry and they'll say something to me along the lines of like where you been or i don't think they get like that's it sounds like nigger to me because it's like where have i been no 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 stop mm. i do 510 shows a year yeah and it would be different if i just worked at one place right I've been working at at least 90% of the places. And I'm talking about comedy clubs, the urban circuit, 
the independent rooms, the alt shit, all of that. And not just in New York. I leave this place to headline when I go on the road. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I've been here putting out projects and all that. Introducing Me came out in 2015. I was 21. I put out Marcellus and Dark Out mm -hmm. during a drought, right? Dark Out is an actual different stand-up special to where the audience isn't there because audiences weren't allowed, right? Do you know I couldn't get any press for that shit? Mm. I couldn't get one right. Is that because... So what, what do you think that's attributed to? Is it Well, it's attributed to two things. You got, number one, when you reach out and it's just you reaching out, yeah. the yeah. people that do those things have to reach back, right? right? right. They would have to have an interest. Now, yeah, yeah. if you don't have one, you don't have one. That's fine. But I'm saying... As far as my job is concerned, everything I'm supposed to do, I do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm As a comedian, you're supposed to make sure you do shows at the highest level possible, right? I do that every mm -hmm. night. As a comedian, you're supposed to make sure you're putting out your own product that's original and all that. I do that a lot, right? I don't, I don't, I'm not half-stepping when it comes to this. For all the things that you're taught that are supposed to matter, I do those, right? Right. So for the folks that work on the industry side of things, I'm not against working with a manager or agent, right? What I need is for them to want to work with me. And if you don't want to work with me, that's fine. But I'm not anti. There's a difference between me being anti and them not working with me. But I'm sure... Okay, but... But I'm sure there are some that want to work with you. Then where are you? So okay, so that's what you because we we can go we can go down the line. If I'm doing this, what thirteen four? No, if I'm doing this fourteen, going on fifteen, right? I've had one manager, one agent, right, throughout this whole time. And when I left that um company, my manager, you know what they told me? He said in our phone call, and mind you, I was so scared to even make that call to part ways and. Alright, I'm gonna make sure this is uh whoever edits this, good luck, nigga. So just so this story can have some type of cohesion, right? Back in 2016, I did this competition called the March Madness Competition. And I won that, right? And that led me on to doing um I had a general meeting at one of the companies here in New York City, right? One of the Viacom companies. And the guy was nice enough to put my information forward to one of the managers at a company here. He reached out. We clicked, right? Now, later on that year, I ended up doing the Just for Last Festival up in Montreal. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing about that one, right? The JFL Comedy Festival is one of the biggest festivals that we have in comedy. That's like the crown jewel, right, for, for years, especially at that point. And I remember for years, I couldn't get seen for it, right? Mm -hmm. And it was one day in particular, I was at Stand Up New York. This might be 2012. I'm at Stand Up New York, and a friend of mine is doing a Just for Last showcase, and... I think it was Jordan Rock. He was standing over here. He was standing next to me. So we at the bar. Sam New York's bar is like this. So let's say that camera, this, my camera, that's the bartender. I'm here. Jordan's here. The showroom's over here. And they start the audition. And Jordan go, you, you on this? I said, nah. He was like, nigga, you not on this? Shit is crazy, man. And, like, he didn't mean any harm towards me. But when he said that, it felt like, you know, like, when the yeah. mirror break in the um, TV yeah, shows yeah, and yeah. shit, I felt shattered. I was like, damn. Yeah. I, I remember I left after that, right? I was really sad. I was like, yeah, fuck, how have they not seen me, right? 
Well, I was unrepresented at the time. Mm. Now, unbeknownst to that younger me, when you're unrepresented, and if you wanted to submit yourself for the Just For Last Comedy Festival, you would have to send a tape in almost randomly through like a link or something through a site, right? And maybe they'll see it, maybe they won't. And if you repped, like have representation, they'll do a live showcase in the city that your agents and managers set up, right? So that's 2012. Cut back to 2016. I get hit up by the owner of New York Comedy Club. That's my guy, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out E, as a matter of fact. What's up, Cap? And he said, Nico, you want to do the audition for um, Montreal? I'm like, fuck yeah, right? So I show up, and I'm nervous as hell. I got three shows that night, right? It's my That's my second one. I show up, do the set. We blow it up, right? It's a really good set. And I leave. And the guy at the time, JS, he, um, he wanted to see me, so... Emilio calls me. He's like, hey, uh, can you get back down to the club? JS wants to talk to you. I'm like, I'd love to, man, but I got another show and I'm hosting that one. So I might not be able to make it back down, right? If you believe in fate, I get to the next show. Shout out my boy Phil Hunt, by the way, who at the time was um, driving. He um, he drove me over to stand up New York. Bro, the show canceled. Mm. Show canceled, right? So I'm like, hey, man, can you get me back down to New York? Yeah, yeah. That's why this will always be my guy. That motherfucker stepped on it. <laughs> yeah. Step. We running lights to yeah, get down yeah, to yeah, New York yeah, Comedy yeah. Club. We miss JS, right? Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. Well, like, I ain't gonna do Montreal then, right? A couple minutes passed. As luck would have it, he forgot something at the club and he had to walk uh. back. So he ended up having a conversation, right? But here's why I even told you this. So throughout a career in anything, you'll figure out what things worked for you. Things that worked for me were the difference, right? And this is what I mean when I say the difference. I did a showcase as an unrepped artist. I did the repped showcase, right? Which means the showcase that I did was a bunch of, with a bunch of people that were represented with managers and agents. The reason that I got on that showcase was because they were under the impression that the owner of New York Comedy Club was my manager. Mm. He wasn't. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have one at that time, right? I didn't have anybody at that time. But I blew that shit out the water, right? right, right? right. And they got to see what I do live. Mm -hmm. Now, usually when you audition for the Montreal Just For Last Festival, you got to audition more than once. I only auditioned once. I went up that same year. And I say that to say, not, oh, look at how good I am, just to say that maybe that's how you should see people that are unrepped because... If I would have just sent in a tape, you might have missed me. Mm -hmm. Or you might have kept missing me. Right, right, right. You feel me? I don't see the sense that it makes to... I got to be very good about how I say this, but I'm going to say it. Some, some things in our shit need to change a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a clog in comedy, talent-wise, with who's getting seen and who's not. And the seesaw is just crazy right now. Like, it's always been uneven, but it's crazy now, right? To where managers and agents set up those showcases, but a manager and agent is not changing their lineup every year. Mm. You feel me? They have maybe one or two new clients, if that. Right. Otherwise, they have the same clients. So that means the same people are being seen yeah, for yeah. the same opportunity. Well, that's what it feels like. Hold on, wait. Let me finish like, on sorry, this sorry, one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They get the same opportunity over and over and over again. Now, what happens is you have people that never get that opportunity. 
I could have been one of those people that never got that shot if I had to go through that way. Mm-hmm. What got me in was the difference of the club owner being like, no, this is one of our guys and you should see him. And I think that should be the norm. Because then once you figure out, when you go to Montreal and you see the audience, what you're performing in front of is the industry, right? But if you did the rep showcase in your audition live, you're going to have everybody that represents people that are on the showcase. So that means if you're from New York City, you have the New York City industry in the crowd already mm-hmm. at your initial audition. Not the callback and not the showcase. At your initial audition, right? right? Then when you get a callback, you're in front of the same industry, whether you're in New York or L.A., whoever's working in the offices and they got clients on it, they're coming too, right? Now they coming. Once you get to Montreal, you know who you're going to be in front of? That same audience of industry, mm-hmm. the L.A. offices of those industries, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the selected group of industry people that never saw you yeah. before, right? Why are they not the ones sending tapes and then come to the city and have the club owners, the bookers take, if there's 12 comedy clubs in New York City, have them pick 10 of their best rising stars or their best like staples that are within a certain bracket or experience range and see them. Yeah. It'll really help to clog this around this motherfucker. Yeah, but it does feel exactly like that, that it feels like whenever, and I'm not even, I'm an outsider. So like mm-hmm. when I, when I see it on the outside, it kind of feels like it's the same people at the same spots, the same all the time. But, but at the same time for you, it's like you, you know, all these things mm-hmm. and you know how the industry works. Is there not part of you that wants to like, that just wants to say, you know what? Fuck it. It's not great. It's not perfect. But like, let's just play the game a little bit. I mean, I'm playing the game. You know what I'm saying? But certain shit isn't a game this ain't a game yeah we ain't playing what are we talking about we ain't playing there's some talented fucking people out here really talented people and little things like that are such easy changes to make they're easy changes have the rep people send you the goddamn tape and watch the tape Mm -hmm. but for the people that are unrepped that should be the live show that should be the live show. Yeah. Why? Because I know that's what worked for me. And I know if it wasn't for that, I might not have been up there. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And there's a lot more people in that position where I was at the time than aren't. Yeah. And it's an honest opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that would invigorate the scene in a way that it's not been invigorated in, in, a, in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that that could be something that people think about because I really, 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 really do think that the clog is crazy and there's so many talented people that might not be getting seen because of formalities like that. And I think yeah. that's sad. Yeah. You know, there's definitely, and of course, like, you know, you don't know what bandwidth they have on that side, but it's like, I wish they had the attendance that at least when I was a young comedian, I was taught that our industry had the attendance meaning. You were taught that you should do your best every night because there could be somebody in the crowd, right? right? And I feel like there's almost an absence of that these days, right? To where the industry might not feel the need to, oh, why would I go to the city and pay for a comedy club? It's like, but you should, because you work in comedy and you should go see the people 
that justify ticket prices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're justifying a ticket price, that means you can justify people coming to pay to see you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I want to see more of that. It's not just us. Like We already do so much. You understand? Right. The comedian and the entertainer is already coming with whatever numbers they got. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell you that's not enough numbers. And you go, well, motherfucker, you don't got 30,000 people following you mm -hmm. across all your social media. What yeah. are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. So I would love to see the things that they tell us to come to the table with. I would just like to see them be in attendance right. to really see what's going on here. There hasn't been a top 10 list of the, like when they put out the comics to watch list, there hasn't been an accurate one put out in my entire time doing comedy, yeah. in my opinion. And you might think, oh, he means that he ain't been on the list. No, keep, you keep me off. You be doing that anyway. What I'm saying is of the people that are actually working, killing, you would have to see way more comedians than those people see to make right. that real right. list. You would have to be out every night of the fucking week for 90 days at least yeah. to be able to really tell, right? And it, because you're regular folk, you know what I'm saying? It blurs it yeah. to people like you. Yeah, yeah, it does. It makes you think, it, oh, this is what's, no, it ain't. It's yeah. not. And that's not a shot. It's just to say that I wish they did the, they did the due diligence to be in attendance yeah. to really see what's going on and be honest about it. Well, it's it. funny too because like when I I, I hope that to, makes I sense. went to a comedy show. Uh, I was in New York for like a day, mm -hmm. and I just and I went to see who. Oh, it was after I had Christina on the show. Yeah. Um, so Christina was doing a set somewhere, and I was like really close to it. And I saw it. I was like, oh, like I hit her up. I was like, hey, like I would definitely want to come through. through. Mm -hmm. Um. And I think my favorite part of like going to these clubs in New York for people that are listening that are either from New York or not from New York but are coming, I think there's nothing but like speaking of like dates, I think it's like the best date. Yeah. Um. And but I think one of my favorite parts for me is I've been to comedy shows before, but is like when I when I go there and I know like I knew Christina, mm -hmm. but I didn't know anybody else on the on the on the lineup. Yeah. And like there was just so much talent. Like yes, I'm hearing like. Uh, what uh, her name? Uh, Maddie Smith. Mm -hmm. You know her. And I had never heard of her. Yeah. She, I mean, she was fucking fantastic. She crushed. Yeah. I would love to have her on my show. She crushed like I'll her timing and everything. She like, but so like, and I and I, there was some other guy um, that I hadn't seen either. Mm -hmm. I forget his name, but like, just super talented people, man. Bro, this like to be at these clubs and like, like I don't think people understand. Like, if you're at the cellar, if you're at like, I think this where I go, it was like New York Comedy Club mm -hmm. or like. Like you're already like you're like you're good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and listen, man. Th again, there's so many ways to do our thing, yeah. right? And there's so many types of comedians out there. So yeah. when again, for me, as somebody that's out every day, you go for their side. Yeah. Do you want to make some money? Yeah. You feel like <laughs> at a certain point, you almost want to ask them like, you want to make some money? Cause it's fire out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fire out nah, here. It is. Now we was talking about representation earlier. All right, so look. Letter to the uh, represent, re representatives in New York City and anywhere, right? If you work in comedy, business representing stand, you know, representing stand-up comedians. If you want to work with me, you got to see what I see in this, right? Last time I had representation, and it's funny, we went on a 30-minute tangent, but yeah. last time I had reps, during our last conversation, you know what my manager told me? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, hey, man, you know, I've never gotten any negative feedback on your stand-up. It's only it's only always ever been like not now, not right now. Yeah, get your water. It was always like 
They never had anything negative to say. It was always like, oh, he's good, but not right now. And I'm like, and then what did you say? Because if you just said, okay, then I need somebody that ain't just going to say, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause if you, cause if I'm in that room and you telling me, Oh no, the stand up is dope. Okay, cool. So this is a stand up opportunity. Let's go. Oh, but not right now. What you mean? Not right now. Niggas get shot at every day where I live. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, you yeah. But going back to like, I see the type of shit that make most people frown. Yeah. So it's like to hear that you go, well, I can't do nothing with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, for me, I'm not against working with any industry. In fact, a lot of the industry over here, like I've grown up, I've seen them grow up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember a lot of folks when they were over at um another company. I remember a lot of you motherfuckers when you blocked me off of certain competitions too. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I've had my own fair share of shit, dog. Yeah. I remember doing the New York's Funniest competition and I didn't make it out the semifinals, right? And I remember I felt like, y'all, come on, you got to be playing. Now, I felt that. A couple months later, I'm at a Halloween party for a production company. One of the guys who worked on that production, you know what he said to me? Man came up and told me, and to this day, I don't know if I'm happy that he told me this or not. Man came up and told me, hey, man, I want you to know I worked on that show, and we all thought it was crazy that you didn't go to the finals. I don't know if I should tell you this. We used a lot of your reactions for the final. Wow, that's fucked up. Damn, I'd be so fuming. Yeah, shit's fucked up. You'd be fuming. Yeah. <laughs> it's steam coming out of my ears now. If I grab my tea, nigga, all that yeah. ice gonna melt. But it's like, to know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so that's my thing with you is like, I, cause I was, when I was watching you on Netflix mm -hmm. and I was just like, it looked so natural, you know? I was just like, that's my boy. Like, yeah. he's killing, he's crushing. Um, And I'm just like, you know, I always think about things and like, when I look at somebody, any of my guests, when I think of like their careers and there's so many different career paths, mm -hmm. I always think about like what I'm always interested in, like what they did at certain times yeah. that got them to the next level, that got them from that level to the next level, what mm -hmm. they did on their own, but then what yeah. they did in like, like there are things, unfortunately, that you have to like, you know, some people have to ride the industry in a certain way yeah. and they have to, you know, there are things that are fucked up about every single industry. Yeah. And but there are some of like some of these games you have to play and some of these just to just to do it and then you can do it your way. You know what yeah. I mean? I think for me, my, my question with you is like how like f for the next level. Right. Because I feel like when you look at when I when I think about your career, even from seeing you three, four years ago, it's like you started out. You did this. You move up. You keep grind, but you're always grinding through. Mm -hmm. But then we got to change that verbiage, though, because I'm not grinding. Right. And this is what I mean when I say that. Okay. I, it became very um, important to me last year, like 2020 throughout last year, to be like, words matter a lot, right? Yeah. When you grind something, you lose in something. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. I haven't lost. You, you ever use chalk? You grind in chalk against the chalkboard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is to grind something. Yeah. If I keep doing this, I'm going to lose skin at a certain point. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not what I'm doing. I'm working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm striving. Okay. I'm continuing. Yeah. So... That's what I'm doing. I haven't lost anything outside of my grandmother doing stand-up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love what I do. Right. I mean that. I don't dislike no parts of the work of my job. Some of the circumstances that come with it can be annoying. But outside of that, I can deal with that. When it comes to the industry, dog, everybody's willing to play the game. 
You know what I'm saying? We all play in the game. I right. prefer to play justifiably. You treat me with respect, I treat you mm -hmm. with respect. But I'm not going to play about my respect. Right. No, I don't take left-handed handshakes. And no, I don't care who you are. Yeah. None of you are Sandra Jameson. None of you are my pops' name. Yeah. So it doesn't matter to me yeah. that you don't like the fact that I'm going to call you out for a left-handed handshake. Right. Because my principle, yeah. that's the thing for me. And if you can't respect that, that's fine. Yeah. But we can't talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that goes from Josh. That goes to you. Yep. That goes to my nephew. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My nephew know he can't give me a left-handed pound. Yeah. So, like, it's just little things like that. But as far as that side goes, I ain't disrespecting nobody. True, true, true. <laughs> you know true. what I mean? I ain't never been nothing but respectful and caught strays from people that I should have never caught strays from. Yeah. You know? So, when it comes to that, I go, again, if you work in the industry of comedy... I only ever get mad if you ask me, like, where have you been? I've been out here. Yeah, where yeah. have you been? Yeah. What homework have you done? Yeah. How do you not well, know? Also, how you miss you. Like, you're at all these... That's, big, but at, this is... But Felix, Felix, this is my point. Yeah, yeah. He's, That's like, literally at all point. the biggest clubs. That's my point. Yeah, I know. And it's like, you'll sit there and you'll tell these people that. Yeah. And it's like, there's no way for you to say it without sounding like a dick. No, but you go, no, bitch, where have you been? No, I know. It's, it's funny because I, I had friends that were coming to, to New York and they were like, we want to go to a comedy club. Where should we go? Mm -hmm. And I was in Boston. I was like, I was looking. they're like, do you know any comedians at these different places? So I'm like, yeah, let me check out like the sites. Let me see what the lineups looking like. Mm -hmm. And I think I like I, I opened like I went to the comedy cellar first mm -hmm. and I go on their little site. And I just see like you're right there. And I'm just like, you know, it's just like stuff like that. It's like, oh, yeah, my boy's Nico's there. You should go there or yeah. wherever I, whatever I told you him open up, You open it up at Comic Strip. You open it up here. You yeah. open it up at there. Like, again. Yeah, so it's a wild thing. And it's like, consider my location. Yeah, yeah. you're Consider my location. I'm in what's supposed to be the best stand-up scene in the country. And it is. Yeah, it is. So how did you miss no, I me? Agree. At the best clubs in the city. No, I agree. Who's I agree. No, I, I agree. know you do. I know you do, but <laughs> we we fans of each other. Yeah, yeah. We're talking to them, and it's like, we're not talking about Nico White himself. We talk about people that are in that category. Yeah. The talented that you're not seeing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So if you're in the industry and you want to work with me, guess what? Boom. I'm unwrapped. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't got a manager. I don't got an agent. If you dope, if you are a manager or an agent, and you want to talk, I'm taking meetings. If you see what I see, come over here. Because guess yeah. what? As far as jokes are concerned, and I tell you this with all confidence, as far as the jokes are concerned, I am cooking up the punchline version of crack yeah. cocaine <laughs> over here. It's true. Okay? That shit that had a whole era in the 80s. Now, if you want to keep acting like you don't see that, you keep acting like that. What are, so, so what, what are the, uh, the new the news kind of... Because the, the transgender stuff I hadn't heard of, I, of your previous stuff, I don't think I'd heard much of that. Mm -hmm. Are there any more, like, con what like what, what kind of controversial opinions you have these days? I don't think... That's I don't, not even controversial. I don't even like, think I got any controversial opinions. What's the most controversial thing you th you think? Um, my most controversial thing... Without that getting I, you canceled. That I, would, oh, I, don't, I, don't think I'll get, I don't think I'll get canceled because, again, it's all about the heart you put behind it, True. right? And I, I, think I'm one, I think I'm one of those comedians that, like, when I say something, you can feel... Mm -hmm. What I'm saying, right? And now, if you fuck up on my intent, that can happen too. But, like, I think for the most part, you can feel where I'm coming from, right? I agree. This ain't coming from no place of 
hurt trying to get at nobody. That's why I think you can trust me with some of these topics. You know what I'm saying? And I do the work to get it right. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Look, no joke is perfect when you first started. And I'm not going to sit here and act like a saint, right? Even on that topic, you we all got to fucking try something and fall down a little bit, mm -hmm. right? But when it comes to the stand-up, dog, I'm no coward. I'm no coward. Yeah. When it, I'll, I'm willing, and I'm not, and I'm not one of those comedians that wants to take the audience's voice away. If you don't like one of my jokes, you are free to boo me. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about right there on the spot. That's the comedy scene I come from. If you don't like it, I will deal with whatever feedback you have for me, as long as you don't touch me. If you touch me, I'm a fuck you <laughs> up. Okay. I, I don't like that shit. Like people want to put hands on. I ain't with that. But outside of that, you're allowed. To let me know if you don't like a joke live, right? And that's in I do it. Within that three seconds, you got to either laugh or you can go flat out go boo. Now you can't keep booing me, right? Yeah, because yeah. I feel like that that that's kind of getting lost. And I hate this thing where it's like, no comedian is more important than the crowd. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's being forgotten a little bit. You know mm. what I'm saying? Of like. People say to audiences like, oh, you guys are weird. No, no, they aren't. No, they aren't. You are. Yeah. They the audience. You got to make them laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a certain relationship that we're supposed to have with each other. Right. So, I don't know that I got any controversial opinions. I got jokes. And keep me in my context, right? Right. I'm a comedian. I'm supposed to make fun. Literally. That's my job. So... When I say I'm supposed to make fun, I'm supposed to make fun of whatever I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the way I try to look at my comedy, if I described it, I'm holding up a mirror, y'all. Whatever's in that mirror is for me to talk about, yeah. right? Now, there's a lot of shit in that mirror. I'm in that mirror. You in that mirror. Yeah. Oh, this normal shit is in my mirror and some of the abnormal. And I'm allowed to talk about all that. You allowed to respond. Right. That's our agreement, right? You're not allowed to touch me. I'm not allowed to fucking uh, break you. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. As long as we keep each other in context, I think we'll be fine. I think. But doesn't it piss you off when people boo? Like if they boo right after? No, because again, yeah. I do a lot of shows, man, and it's like. Have you had people like they they boo you right after? You I've, say been, I've been booed before, yeah. But what do you say? You just like you. You get over it, like again. If that pops up, and it's not something that happens a lot. Yeah. If that pops up, you address it. It's like a health concern. Like, if you got a pimple, yeah. you're going to pop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to let that shit grow until it, you know, yeah. come out on its own. Whatever, whatever. But we can't forget. Your skin's looking good, by the way. Thank you. Let's speak of pimples. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I, was looking, I was like, so I, was like you, a, I was like, you even have pimples? Yeah, you know what I mean? Get a close-up yeah. on that, goddammit. <laughs> Damn. But it's one of those things, man, where... um. My job is to make fun, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have any controversial opinions outside of, um, you know, get me started on white supremacy and then we can go for a while. And now we're just going to take a quick break to talk to you about my longtime sponsor in U.S. Wellness Meats. At uswellnessmeats.com, you can choose from over 350 foods raised the way nature intended. That includes 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, lamb, bison, elk, and dairy. They also have pasture-raised heritage pork, wild-caught seafood, and pasture-raised poultry. These are some of the host of foods that you can find at uswellnessmeats.com where the owners are the actual farmers themselves. And now they've introduced a subscription 
food delivery service, and curated sample farm bundles. Choose the bundle of food you want to receive every month, and they'll deliver it right to your door automatically. It's never been easier to serve your family real, honest-to-goodness food without the junk. U.S. Wellness Meats is the choice of championship sports teams, professional athletes, chefs, world-class trainers, and families just like yours all over America. Use promo code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to save 15% off of every order at uswellnessmeats.com. Now let's get back into it. Always, so let's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I got well, this. I got this thing in my act about how you know I don't think. I know how history was taught, but I don't believe that shit. I don't mean, believe that. What part fu- don't you believe? I don't believe white people can make us slaves. I don't believe. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, here we go. This I good. don't believe it. Wait, I wait, don't. So what, what don't you believe about that? Look at you. Look at you, like you. Yeah. Nothing like you could ever make me no goddamn slave. So I don't believe it. So what do you think happened? I don't know. I think that book lying, though. You I motherfuckers are too sensitive to sunlight for me to believe <laughs> you sailed to the hottest continent on the planet and took ancient me in the daytime. I don't believe it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so then so then what's so give me like your top three possible theories. Um, y'all lying. Yep. Y'all lying. Okay, lying. And y'all lying. <laughs> now remember, again, see, and what I did just now, I want to throw this to the folks watching. Right there, right? There would be people that would hear that and get like dead mad, right? Outside really? looking at yeah. But I'm talking about like the prudes, right? They would hear somebody about what? What's my profession? Make fun. There you go. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm obviously joking, right? You, we know the history, but. I'm deciding to play with that. Mm. And I'm deciding to tell you, no, yeah, I see your history, but fuck it. <laughs> I don't think you can make us slaves. And you should see some, some people in the audience sometimes go, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, bitch. I said I said I don't believe the worst thing about you. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. Now, depending on how you decide to look at it, you could be on one end of the spectrum talking about, that motherfucker's ignoring history. Or you could be where I'm at it of, I'm trying to tell you that I don't believe the worst thing about you. Yeah. yeah. And then from stage, I get to watch you deal with that information in your face. Yeah. I didn't see white dudes, cause I, and I go into this shit. Like, I play it down to see them, because people are at, like, white folks don't have pride in, like, shit like that. And it's like, no, you do. And you know when I get to see it? When I go into premises like that. Yeah. There's a thing that comes after that where I go into how, um, because we, growing up, we always taught that we follow the European standard of beauty. Now, this is my actual opinion. Now, we're leaving the jokes. Okay. I don't know why. Why? European standard of beauty? Who are these beautiful ass Europeans? <laughs> I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking. Like, I don't get it. Mm. I grew up in the Bronx and Harlem. The be- the best looking, like everything to me looked a certain way. Right. And if a damn show ain't look like nothing by a European yeah. standard, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. So yeah. when growing up, and I would see, I would hear like you know my friends of like your complexion and shit talk about black girls <laughs> like they were fucking bags, and I'm like, but look at your girl. This is shaped like a fucking noodle. She looked like Angelica's doll. She looked like Cynthia, nigga. And you bringing that shit over here, telling me it looked better than Quadija? You out of your fucking mind? This bitch is built like a pipe clean. But like, this is what I'm saying. These are the intricate conversations we were having as children. You know what I mean? I think it's fascinating. So I think it's fascinating too because it's all perspective. Yeah. It's all perspective. People get caught up in like conversational perspective and it's like, it's all it's supposed to be. You can battle perspective. You can talk wit and be just fine, right? So uh, in the jokes, 
When I decide to play with that, oh, I'm a play. So when I go into this thing about how um, when my teacher was telling me that she was talking about white supremacists, and I'm like, what's that? Mm-hmm. And she said, this is a true story. Um, that's a white person that believes they're superior because their skin is white. How? How? Superior? Your skin? <laughs> to this? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And then I go and I break down into these examples, right? Now, it's all funny the first time, right? And I'm trying to pull a thing out the audience where I say something about like being easily sunburned, right? That get a big giggle, ha, 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 right? <laughs> but look, but look, but look, bro, but look, because people can't hide it from themselves, right? Because it's fine. The first little tap is fine, boom. Yeah. But I'm trying to play you because first little tap is sunburn or whatever, right? What's the next Then one? when I say... um. Talking about white folk thought they was a superior race. Didn't they sail to a continent that they weren't from? Kidnap people that would have been nice to them just so they could do gardening that they weren't strong enough to do? (laughs) Superior? How? Yeah, yeah. That feels like See those buttholes tightening up? (laughs) Right? But again, now mind you, I'm still joking. I'm living in the fun of my bit because this is how we talk shit so, when we bring up these hypotheticals, yeah. right? But peep game, because this is what I'm trying to say. To but when you think that the laughs diminish, is it because they're getting more No, it's not even that the laughs diminish. You watching something happen with them, right? Because so what's happening in like the in that white person's head? That like I don't know what's happening in their white head, but I know what's <laughs> happening to the person I'm talking about. The people that I'm talking to, the audience, what's happening is... The thing that I'm saying, right, right, is conflicting with things in them because I'm talking about you. You like yourself. There's certain things you like to think about yourself, yeah, right? Yeah. And when I say that you're easily sunburned, that's why you can't be superior, right? Now, don't nobody, people like to say they want to feel equal and shit like that, right? But now when I'm telling you, nah, I don't think you're equal. In fact, I don't even think you're close. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think that, right? It puts you in that place of now I get to see who you really are. Yeah. Is are we equal? Because if I'm telling you, I never once say in my set, because I don't think, I don't think you could be superior because of your skin complexion. I think that's bullshit. And I think if you think that you can be, you're fucking out of your mind. Yeah. I truly think that. Yeah. yeah. It's the most bullshit way to be superior to somebody because you ain't do nothing to earn this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though I got the best kind. But <laughs> You do nothing to earn this. Yeah. You don't do nothing to earn what country you born in. None of that shit. Yeah, yeah. So when I go further, right? Now this in particular, white women don't usually say that they think by default they better looking than everybody else. They don't say that. White women don't tell you flat out that they think they're prettier than black women. They won't say that. But when I say this, talking about <clears throat> white people of the superior race, man, you see how some white women look in their 40s versus what my grandma looked like dead? What are we talking about? Superior to who? How? You should see the reckoning. Yeah. <laughs> the reckoning happening in the faces in the audience uh-huh. when I hit that. And they don't even know I could come when I hit that line. <laughs> just to see, bro, just to see that shit play, like the math equation yeah, that some yeah. of them people are doing in their head. Because yeah. they're like, but I'm for, uh-huh, yeah, you, you, you. I'm talking about you. Yes, you, you. Do I really mean that? No. But in this instance, yes, I do. Because that shit that you never say, that you think that you 
just so much better than this by default because it's the group you in, right? I'm gonna make you show me in your face, right? Through this joke. Oh, look! Oh, look at the mods. It was all fun and games, but it was just sunburn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then when the historical fact came in, <gasps> then when I hit you with my personal fan, <gasps> but that awkwardness is where we're playing. We playing in the area that's shaded gray. That's where I like to be at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you rock with that type, I'm the comedian for you. You know what I'm saying? And I got flows, baby. Yeah. We got flows. I can do the improv stuff right off the head. I can do the crowd work stuff right off the head. What's the what's your craziest crowd work moment? Uh craziest crowd work moment. I don't know about the craziest one. I've had people, I had this one lady throw a drink in my face. That wasn't crowd work. Oh, really? She just, yeah, got up, threw her drink in my face. What'd yeah. you say? I ain't say shit. The comedian before me tossed her old drink down. And then he gets off stage. I get on stage. I say, I hope they bring you another drink. She tells me, fuck you. I said, fuck me. Well, fuck you too. When I say that, she stood up. She took a new drink and she threw it in my face. And then I got off stage and I took a candle and I threw that in her face. No. <laughs> yeah, you fucking right. Wait, 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 what? So you took a candle, like a lit, like a lit candle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, but so she takes the drink. So now we at the Village Lantern. This is back in the day, right? How old are you? 18. So <laughs> I had just hooked up with this girl. And nice. like it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like legendary, like hook up. It was supposed to be, right? Like what? I'd always heard legend that people of that particular um weight class gave the best, like, you know, gave the best head, right? And <laughs> so she was a heavyweight. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Just very, very nice human, not heavyweight at all. I'm not fat shaming on this podcast. You just said of that weight you, class. You ain't canceled. All I said was weight class. You don't know what I mean by that. You know what I mean? She could be a fighter for all some, you know. No, shut the fuck up. You I'm like sorry. fighters. You know <laughs> no, what I'm saying? Nah, she but there's no chance that you were telling me that some... Uh, yeah, well, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, so yeah, go ahead, fat shame Felix. Uh-huh. I didn't say, no. Because huh? you so, said, huh? no, 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 huh? no. Don't, we're not going to turn this and on and me. And no, think about this. First of all, first of all, first, first of all, I'll have you know that there will be no disrespect for any woman that I've ever been with in my immediate. Yes. In my immediate because ain't none of them ever been nothing but nice to me. So first and foremost, shout out. And no, she wasn't big. She wasn't big at all. And so I, why'd you say the, the the woman of this particular weight class gives the best head? She, no, no, because she was like prestigious. You know what I'm saying? Like prestigious. She, you know, had a shit together. So <laughs> you ain't getting me, goddammit. <laughs> Try as you might. But I tell you where this ain't going. <laughs> but I only wanted to talk about that experience. Okay, okay right? yeah, yeah. I, I, we I got want, sidetracked. I wanted to go on stage and talk about that one experience. And man. I get on stage and fucked around and told this lady, I hope she get another drink. And I meant that sincerely, right? But she was drunk. And she took the drink, she threw it at me. I don't like being touched. Don't fucking touch me yeah. when I don't want to be touched. Don't touch me. And for damn sure, don't throw nothing at me. Yeah. Who the fuck are you to throw something at me? She I'm not like your dog. Row? She's right here. She wasn't as far away from me as you are. Oh, okay. It's like, I'm not your fucking dog. Don't throw anything at yeah, me, you yeah. awkward Australian bitch. Who the fuck oh, are you? okay. That's my So... She throws that shit and the fucking drink hit me, then the glass falls and hits my foot. And I'm like, I, I was so mad that I saw red, bro. You gotta understand. And you're I, on stage. I'm on stage. Wait, how many people are there? This is about maybe 45 people. This is Village okay. Lantern. So it's like, I'm in like, fuck mad. I'm past that. I blacked out. I legit blacked out. I remember saying on the microphone, Nico, don't hit her. And I jump <laughs> on stage. I said, who the fuck you think you're throwing shit at? And what I grabbed, I thought it was a beer, right? And I tossed it, and it was a candle. 
So all that wax just hit that motherfucker. Nah. I heard the comedian say, "Don't set on fire!" <laughs> Fuck all that. So when he said when he said that, I took somebody's water and I tossed that because I wanted to pull the wax off, right? But it's like, and if you're wondering, Wait, huh, what, what did she say? I go fuck what she said. <laughs> go fuck what she said. And then if you one of those people like, oh, you did that? Yes, I did. You are not allowed to throw anything at me. Because for all I know, it could have been a fucking, it could have been chemicals in that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got allergies, bitch. You could have fucked around, threw the wrong shit on me and sent me to the hospital. You understand? So, no. I jumped off stage. I grabbed a candle. The same way you threw a vodka soda in my face, you got a Glade candle in yours. <laughs> Don't throw shit at people. I was a fucking kid at the time. I'm 18 and she was like 30-something. Don't throw nothing at nobody if you don't want nothing thrown at you. I don't play like that. <laughs> Yo, it's ridiculous. No, I I agree. It's ridiculous. The fuck is wrong with you? Like a whole drum, pow, <laughs> and then stood there like I'm a bitch. <laughs> Wait, so, so then when they're so she had the wax all over and it, it, I don't give a fuck what she had because she, 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 she just left. And she she had to leave. <laughs> and she had pressing things to get to. But no, um, she got out of there and her and her friend got out of there. I got a standing ovation for that. If it go to show you how shitty oh, so the, the wax, like you did that in front of everyone. Yes. Oh, okay, I thought it was like you left off stage and then there was like... No, that'd be crazy. I'm not... Fo no, this is all in the moment. I'm not following no lady to throw no goddamn wax <laughs> okay. in her face. I ain't no fucking monster. <laughs> but if you throw some and shit the at me... And give you a standing ovation for Yeah, that? well, that context matters, right? Yeah, yeah. They, like you hearing the story, they saw how right, wrong right, right. she was. Right, right, You know right. what I'm saying? And sometimes that's the difference between being there and hearing about right. it. To where, no, you were dead wrong. And in full context, I'm a kid. You know what I mean? You, as an adult, thought it would be okay to throw a drink in a kid's face that did absolutely no, I, nothing yeah, to yeah. you? Nah, bitch, hold this candle <laughs> wax. So when she got waxed, um, the only thing I regret is that um, her friend got water thrown in their face and he wasn't even part of the shit. You yeah, know what yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I regret. But I get back on stage and I do the one joke that I wanted to do, right? And then everybody's like, all right, you got to get out of here. And then to show you how some people can manipulate a story, I'm going upstairs. She's so drunk, she only realizes me walking past her. They at the spot down the block called 1849. She's like, we went to a comedy show and the, and the comedian threw wax in my friend's face for no reason. Now I'm standing right there. She ain't real, I'm standing right there. And I'm like, when has shit to do with the fact that you threw a drink in my face? When had nothing to do with that, right? Keep walking. But that's the people that we deal with sometimes. So that's Damn. I wasn't even doing crowd work, but that's the craziest story I got. You know, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, I people heard, out of their minds. I haven't heard something that crazy. Man, people are out of their minds, bro. With that Chappelle guy that when that just got when Ch yeah, I wasn't part of that. You know what I'm saying? He got whoo, he got UFC beat. Did you see? Did you see that? That was oh my god. That was good old fashioned police brutality. No, that. <laughs> you see his arm? You see that that picture? What of his arm? arm? <laughs> what arm? You that see ain't this, no Josh? arm. That is not that an arm. Like that is a polygon he had back there. I ain't never seen a motherfucker get twisted <laughs> like this and then stay that way. Yeah. Like, bro, onto the stretcher. Yeah. And he was still like this. They laid him back. And he was still. And he was like, like handcuffed with his sideways. Do you know? Do you know how brutal you got to be as a cop <laughs> no, to I see know. that? Like, cause that's the it hand they cuffed, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, man, you better recognize the big dog got big security protecting him. Yeah, Chappelle ain't playing. Oh my god, he and Chappelle himself is built like a ninja turtle. What yeah. you thought was gonna happen? 
She thought it was going to happen. He's it's the fa- father of like four kids from Ohio. Fuck around and get killed out here messing with that man. You know what I mean? But yeah, that that that's one of those ones where it's like I was sad and happy to see it at the same time. I was like, damn, they fucked him up. <laughs> but it was also like two weeks after Chris Rock got smacked. So I was yeah. like. Yo, you know, I saw the first show. Uh, I, sh- I saw Chris Rock's first show after he got smacked. Hey, man, we here to talk well, you about hear some- younger people. <laughs> He already on and famous and all that. Okay. And I love the king. That's one of my goats, but he's on already. I agree. You know what I'm I saying? I think he is one of those. There's a couple of dope people that surround this mug, though. Like, I got a couple favorite comics right now. Who? Man. One of my guys' name is Phil Hunt, man. One of the most solid joke writers I know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Really, really flows on stage. And he's one of those people that cares a lot about, like, the thing, the craft. You know what I'm saying? He'll do his best to make sure the jokes are sharp. And it's like... Two jokes to stand on in particular. One is about, um, what's the shit? He was talking about how the police always mistake, you know, they'll tell us all the time how they mistake a cell phone for a gun. He's like, I'm sick of the lies. Because if you can always mistake a cell phone for a gun, I'm just waiting for the story where you mistake a gun for a cell phone. Mm. And it's such a simple observation that's been right there for the longest time. He's the first person I heard touch it that way. The thing he got about um, weed, weed making progress and drinking making no progress. He says, you know, I'm jealous of marijuana smokers. Y'all made a lot of progress in the last twenty years. As a drinker, we ain't made no progress. I think we need. That's to come, good. I think we need to come together and have a meeting. Not one of those meetings. Yeah. But a meeting. You yeah. can walk around with medical vodka. I fuck. I fucked it up. I yeah. did it wrong. He said you can walk around with medical marijuana, but I can't get no medical vodka. Yeah, I can't be around stumbling drunk. That's public intoxication. Yeah. This one time, I want to be stumbling drunk. Cop walk up, I just show him the bottle like, "Hey, prescription." <laughs> yeah, says here twice a day or as needed. Yeah, tonight as needed. Yeah, like, right, right. That's good jokes. Right, and it's good jokes like that dude. That that's one of those dudes. that's like built for late night TV. You right, know what I'm right. saying? And to the folks that work in late night TV, if you're looking for a guy that's like really talented that can use a shot like that, y'all look for the homie Phil Hunt, man. You ain't got to find me right away, but <laughs> find Phil Hunt. Who, who else? Who are a couple other? That are dope. Um, I'm, I don't I see her around since um because she was just on TV, so she, you know, sticking and moving. But Carrie Coddard has always been a favorite of mine. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nathan McIntosh, one of my guys. Uh, on the younger side, the people are super dope. Eagle Wit is one of the ones to check out. Okay. If you ain't seen him already, make sure you check him out. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. Suba just recorded an album. That's one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Suba Argerwall. Um, it's a lot. I done fucked around and started naming some. Now I'm going to forget some. I mentioned Matt Richards earlier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One probably the most diversely talented comic I've ever met. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, that's all the ones off the top of the head right now. Give me 10 more minutes. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to think because last time you were here, mm-hmm. Like I like I like bringing up like different topics with you and seeing <laughs> what you think about them. Shoot, I'm trying to think what what's some some wherever you want to go, man. I'm here with you. Cause I always like like you always have some some interesting opinions. Mm-hmm. You got any crazy political opinions these days of what's going on? I think every okay. You know, did, my, okay. Tell I, me um I, one before before I you give me a random one. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. 2024 Republicans going to be elected. I'm convinced that we're fucking idiots if we vote for anybody. 
that's a Democrat or a Republican. Okay, right. Like, no, I agree with that. It's time to get away with from this whole system. Joe Biden is dead. Nancy Pelosi looks just like Joe Biden. They're all dead. They're all dead, bro. If she's rich, dead. So, but, but look, bro, they're all dead. And understand the fact that politicians don't make a lot of money, but they're all rich. They all have net worths oh, way oh, more yeah. than what they make. You understand? The fact that they can buy times. stocks should be illegal. The fact that they can be a part of shit that they themselves can control is illegal. The fact that a lot of these motherfuckers aren't being laid down is crazy to me we insurrect for all the wrong fucking reasons we were a year early insurrecting you motherfuckers went and you insurrected for donald j trump you fucking peasants <laughs> meanwhile you fucking weaklings would let children get shot in school yeah. and ain't nobody had shit to say on washington yet but you stayed home for that shit you fucking peasants yeah I can't stand you. I can't stand you. I can't stand your sliding scale of morality. Fuck each and every last no, one I agree. of you. I agree. Each and every last one of you. And that's on every side. You go out and you'll say this when this happens. You'll say this when that happens. I don't give a fuck about any politician. No, fuck them all. For the simple reason that they don't care and they have jobs anyway. Their whole job is to spin shit. It's to spin it. What's the real difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden? Here we are right now. What's the real difference? Prices went up anyway. Yeah. You paying more for any everything oh, anyway. And my net worth just went down 80% in the past four days. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> like what are we talking about? Oh, Bitcoin. <laughs> but everything, everything, everything under the sun, everything's going down. So my point is that we go into hell. And we going to hell fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, they fucking with us, bro. Cars should be flying by now. <laughs> cars should be flying and cars should have been flying. Why are cars not flying? I don't because know. we have a fucking dead man as our president. The Quaker oatmeal man is our president. <laughs> Everybody around him is around that age, Democrat or Republican. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm a comedian, dog. Like, I'm tired of motherfuckers thinking because they're Republican, they can't come and enjoy my show. <laughs> Bitch, I wouldn't give up any of you. Democrat, Republican, Green Party. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me. You're in the mirror, which yeah. means you can be spoken about. Yeah, yeah. But if you're still stupid enough to care about any of these people, something is wrong no, with I you. No, I agree. It is weird that like people care so much about these these people. No, no, no. No, it's not weird, bro. Look, art imitates life. Look at art. Look at life. All of this shit makes sense. In life right now, we have people that are caught up paying almost too much respect to the people older than them so then the people older than them are still the only ones in charge but the problem is they backwards they don't live in this world joe biden is not fit for this world yeah. he's too old him and everybody like him is too old everybody that's in congress all that shit they are too nah, i know old i know they're too old but look we gonna vote for them we talking about a Republican winning. Nigga, fuck all that. If somebody <laughs> over 50 years old is our president, we fucked up. Yeah, Think really. about how much the world has changed in the last no, four years. No, I agree. Years. Look, I agree. Think about the language. But no, when you say you agree, think about how young you are, right? Yeah. Think about how young I am. There's certain ways of speaking to people that kind of just started being recognized as folk, right? Recently. We know how to navigate that. Why? Because we're of that time. Right. They aren't. You want to know why they struggle so much? Because they aren't. They're older. The language is foreign to them. They shouldn't be in charge. Right. 
But we keep running to put these motherfuckers in there because of past loyalties that somebody told us. Most times you Democrat or Republican because of your parents. Right, right, right. No, yeah. We need to break this cycle. Fuck these people. So how do we do it? <sighs> Man. Let me hear your ideas. I, I don't know if I got any ideas to lead to anything positive, though. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't want to put no negative idea out there because, you know, I don't want to inspire the kids the wrong way. <laughs> but, like, we got we to pick, like, in mass, like, just regular, degular people to vote for. Fuck political experience. We need to clean slate. Yeah, we know that will never happen. We need to get... But see, we got to get out of that. I agree, but... But I, look, but listen. Like, you too young to be that fucking... <clears throat> ah! It's sad to see. Because when you go, oh, this is why. No, that's why. That, that right there. People that keep going, oh, well, you know, that'll never happen. Well, it'll never happen if you keep thinking like that, pussy. Try it. The same way you let all those yeah, girls yeah. sit in your face like you was telling me. <laughs> And you don't ask them no questions. That's also just, just do just that. Just people listening, that's not true. That yo yo he and fucking lied. Also, and, yo, I never, Josh, and I never, and I never, Josh, I never told Josh. Josh, that. run yo. Were you recording before we started? Run no. yo. You fucking lie. You gonna sit here? Oh yeah, here. okay, yeah, you yeah. Run, run here. We were recording you gonna before. You sit here on where is this going? Yeah, yeah. and look me in my face and tell me. <laughs> this, this motherfucker is, said he if was French. If y'all want to know what gaslighting looks like, right here. <laughs> I I am not Fox News, nigga. <laughs> This motherfucker mentioned being French, and then all hell broke I said, I'm French, that. and he goes, oh, so you're the biggest box eater I know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't tell no stories to Josh or Nico about nothing You, you, see, like you see all that, that shifting in that chair? It's a goddamn lie. <laughs> and, then I, <laughs> and I say, I'm going to go wash the soy sauce off my hands. <laughs> and Nico goes, oh, that's what you're saying it is. <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> But with that said, right, I really don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's go back to talking about the. No, I, I, re I really don't know what to tell people what to do, man. I feel like the reason we keep falling down this hole is because we keep walking that way. Stop walking that way. Fuck these politicians. Facts. Like, don't vote for anybody you've ever heard of before. Pick somebody random, dog. What, what's something we can all agree on? No matter where you live, you paying too much to live there, right? Groceries cost too much. Yeah. Gas costs too much. Facts. We need only people that are going to cut our expenses in half. I don't give a fuck what you have to do. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you got to go in and take half of Elon Musk's everything. But if we can fix hunger, damn it, fix it. Yeah. Everybody talking about everything. Nobody said yet that we need to cut back on automation. Shit shouldn't be this automatic. You know what I'm saying? Stop advancing the phones. Stop advancing what? the guns. Have yeah. you noticed that no, guns yeah. are more advanced than the fucking textbooks? The, the motherfucker Facts. that went in, the motherfucker that went in that fucking school and shot those babies, bro, shot them in half, man. In fucking half. I know. And they want to talk to me about Mitch McConnell. I was yeah, hoping somebody I, I, ran I, in his motherfucking <laughs> house and dragged them out. <laughs> What are we talking about? I know. Now you see now he's we, the worst. Now the we worst. ask me when you ask me shit like that, <laughs> <laughs> and I start to get going. But like, get the fuck out of here. No, Babies no. die, and this old fucking mosquito bite is still alive. Talking about I what know. he not gonna do. You gonna stop playing with us, man? You gonna stop playing with people? And that's what I want to see. I want to see people get tired of being tired. You don't have to go through this shit. All we think about it, right? All the extra shit we put on life. You was born barefoot, nigga. 
<laughs> with the feet that could walk you around this motherfucker barefoot. We made concrete. We made it harder for you to walk with your bare feet just around. Yeah. We made it cost whatever amount of thousands of dollars it costs to live in that shitty place you living in. Yeah. We did that. All this extra shit that we added to the game that don't need to be there. Why is it that somebody has to be homeless, crazy on the street? I live in New York City like you do, dog. Mm -hmm. We got people literally going through changes yeah. within the boundaries of their ears. And we know it. We know they batshit crazy. Sitting on the train next to him, knowing they batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Walking past him, hoping that as I walk past, hope he don't stab me. <laughs> and then this has become so much of a person that we won't even jump in for regular people no more. Yeah. Now, if you fucked around and stab a person and I'm looking at my cell phone, I might just keep looking at that bitch. <laughs> now, fuck around and stab my cell phone to see what I'm going to do. Yeah. I might kill you over touching this goddamn <laughs> iPhone. You feel me? So I think we need to cut back. I go into I go into grocery stores and I ain't had a regular person put my bag together in God knows how long. The fuck you mean I got to bag my bag but I ain't getting no discount? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's fact. I was thinking about that. I ain't getting no I discount. I remember when there, there were people like bagging your stuff I'm, all the but, time. But again, 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 I remember cashiers. Remember cashiers? Remember you would go <laughs> a place it was cashiers for every register? Where is that? I want that. Use the automation to make cars, nigga. Make the cars fly. All this extra <laughs> shit, I don't need my phone. Like you, when you sent me the menu, I don't need my phone to do that. I could call the motherfucker. Stop making this shit so advanced. Why is when I'm when I'm talking to Felix and shit, right? When I'm talking to him and all that shit, when I get on back on this, when I take it off airplane mode, whatever we talked about, I'm gonna get ads for it. Why are you following me? That much. The AI is smarter than your children. <laughs> No, it's true. The kids are killing each other, and these motherfuckers act like they don't understand I why. Know. You don't understand why? You ain't never played Call of Duty? It's never occurred to you motherfuckers that every mass shooting is damn near a Call of Duty mission when they have the body armor? I've been saying this. When they have the body armor, when they walk into the motherfucking classroom, they throw the fucking... They gotta, I know. Roll... Like, but bro, look at what they... When we were younger, and it happened, your generation got it bad, and yeah, my generation yeah. got it first. Where guns were in every game. They had a stat my mom, sheet. My mom didn't let me play those games. God bless your mom. They had stat sheets for those goddamn guns that would go like this on the game. Think about how many children can tell you the exact specs for M16. Think about how many kids can tell you about armor and bullets and all that shit. Yeah. And then you realize, oh damn, we got more guns than people in this motherfucker. We have more guns than people. Of course. We gonna have what we have. What do you mean you don't understand it? You don't understand what's right in front of you? You ain't paying enough attention to realize that the younger people have started to idolize villains? I know. They started to find the justice in villainy? You don't realize how complicated of a character the Joker is? Yeah. Understand, dog. Everybody don't want to be the hero. Some people want to be the villain. Mm -hmm. You might want to look up YouTube and watch what these kids are talking about to understand why you're seeing what you're seeing. Again, I come from a place where you see those kids make those decisions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And where you see hopelessness turn into action. This yeah. shit don't make sense until, and then something happens. You go, well, how and why? This is how and why. And you can see how and why. If all the kids got to do is play 
with guns virtually and all that shit. And they get locked in these worlds. I grew up around people that came up idolizing people like Tony Montana, right? Yeah. To this day, I don't trust nobody to like Scarface like that. <laughs> if you like Tony Montana, stay the fuck away from me. Because Tony Montana is one of the most garbage humans that's ever existed. The nigga killed the sister. He killed his best friend. He fucked over his first boss. Like, understand, dog, there's no honor. And they taught an entire two generations of men in places that I come from that somebody like Scarface was somebody to look up to, bro. Damn. They lied on the Cubans with that shit. They would have made you think the Cubans was really moving weight. Meanwhile, Cuba, they like, huh? We don't even, what? <laughs> like, that's why they got so mad back then. I ain't realized that for years. My mother told me, she said, hey, you know, like, when I was... You know, when your brother was coming up, Cuban people hated Al Pacino for that role. Yeah. Because that wasn't even true. But again, you can brainwash yeah. people into that. You look at how brutal people are getting with their crimes now. And it's like, <sighs> brainwashing, man. There's only so many hours you can keep hearing about people getting shot, then seeing people getting shot, then hearing about it, then playing it in the video game, then playing it for fun and shit. You and your boys going, blah, 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 blah. You only need one person for that to affect crazily. Wait, I have another question. Shoot. I'm here forever, what, nigga. What do, you, what, what do you think about Eric Adams? Who's that? The mayor. Of what? <laughs> New York City. Oh, that's his name. Um, shit. Um, how do I put it? He's ridiculous. You know he sat in that seat over there. I don't give a fuck where he is. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just... I don't give a fuck where he sat. He's ridiculous. And the next time he comes on here, I actually need to talk to him because I've, I I um talked to his constituents back when they were calling me for my vote. And y'all still ain't done shit about the New York City Housing Authority. And me in particular, I got a beef with the New York City Housing Authority. So, matter of fact, Felix, yeah. this is the clip I want out. Okay. Anybody that works in some type of law or works for the New York City Housing Authority, I need to be contacted immediately for crimes against my family, baby. Nah, they fucking up, bro. They about eight years late on putting people on the lease that they should have been on all fucking ready. Oh. Yeah, and they keep trying to jack the rent up to a price oh. that isn't the price that can be afforded for the person that's supposed to be on that lease. And I'm tired of that shit. So, yeah, if anybody works in, like, New York City public housing that can get get me some answers on that. I need some answers because they fucking with the one thing you ain't allowed to fuck with, and that's my family. But yeah, that's that's the personal shit. You know what I mean? I we I ain't like playing like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mr. Adams, um, I don't have any ill words to use for you. I'll just say that you don't understand what you're talking about. Mm. And you can't understand what you're talking about because I don't even know if he lives here. You might be a cop, but you don't understand what's actually happening out there because you're not out there. You can get on the train to say you feel safe, but you don't. You get on the train with security. Come get on the train with me. Just me and you. We're going to go on every train. No, but legit. Yeah. Because these people are fucking lie to the people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we need to do something about our media. Why is the only thing the news telling people crime? Yeah. You will inspire people to commit crime. That's so crazy. Like, all the local news, that's all they talk about. The other thing, you motherfuckers think you're not responsible for some of these school incidents? All those years that I was growing up, there's certain shit I remember, and it hits me like a ton of bricks every time I think about it. They used to always say, the most after like a mass event would happen, Oh, vulnerable places like schools. 
They would always throw that shit in there. Vulnerable places like schools, supermarkets. They would name places, dog. And then sure enough, as the years go on, those places started getting targeted. Yeah. You understand? What you think? People don't listen to stuff like that? Shut up. You want to invigorate some positive energy? Tell people positive shit. Yeah. If all a kid who's sitting in the background while their mom's watching news hears about is murder, 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 and then everything else they hear about is murder, 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 then the video games they play, murder, 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 murder. Don't it sound like hypnotism? It does. Shit that also blows my mind is like, you probably weren't in school when they had, you You weren't in school when they had like the the mass shooting like, uh, um, uh, fucking what? Columbine? No, no, no. Um. Like the lockdown, the drills. You, you ever had that? Bro. And again, and again. Bro, they, they're teaching the kids again, what we're doing. And again, and again. I remember when we had those And in again, high and again. This is my point. So you teaching the children, not that, oh, well, you know, it's something that happens. No, bitch, it's not supposed to I know. happen. It's, fucking it's not nuts. supposed to happen. And the thing about it is there's no drill. There's no yeah, drill. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. no drill you can do. Of course not. There's no drill you can do. Stop putting that on the kids, man. Like I, I, I get, I get wild. that that that's one of those topics, man. That like I get, I know I get, it, yeah. Fuck, fuck, angry. I'm past that. Yep. Children shouldn't have to go through no shit like I that know. at all. Should children shouldn't have to? They children shouldn't even have to know no shit like that. I know. You know what I'm saying? I hear making bulletproof backpacks again. Talk about that. And and and, and but it's what's what's wild. that going to do for the front of them? <laughs> yeah. What's that going to do for the bottom of them? The bottom line is you should stop trying to make money and fix the problem. Yeah. The problem is guns. Why, why haven't you made bullets to only go six inches yet? Yeah. They, can't, they shouldn't be allowed to go further than three feet. If a motherfucker ain't three feet away from you, you can't shoot him. Yeah. But no, you ain't doing none of that. There's, there's a tampon shortage, but no bullet shortage out oh, this I've motherfucker. Oh, i <laughs> Bullets, you can buy all the bullets you ever need. Matter of fact, ladies, if you got a good enough cotton, buy some long bullets. You know what I'm saying? And maybe wrap that, because they ain't going to make no more tampons, but they got bullets forever. Wait, so what, what's wrong with this tampon shortage? I, I, I don't Everything's wrong with it. No, no, no. Like, like, what, what, what? <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot nah, wrong. No, nah, but wait, wait, I haven't heard much. Like, what's the reason? Why is there a shortage? How would I know? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you would know no, more about no, that you than me. I feel, like you, I feel like you would have to know. You know what I'm saying? You would have to know. <laughs> no, you're the one who brought it up. I didn't. I barely. Oh no, I only the, knew about um, it because I, I, I heard. I heard about it the same way you probably did. I was scrolling, and then, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not because, you know how sneakers, like people that sell sneakers, they'll lie about how much shit they actually have in stock mm -hmm. to, make, to make the prices jump. Oh, so you think it was the tampon company's way of doing that? I mean, they lying to us about the gas. Yo, they, they would, they, they would, they really nah, got the motherfuckers thinking that gas is high because of the shit happening in uh, Ukraine and Russia. Well, it's like Russia don't fuck with us. Russia don't fuck with us. So you don't think that's the reason? The fuck no, no, no. Do you no. think that's the reason? No, <laughs> no, no. But I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know enough to be able to make an educated Duh. statement on this. Dog. No, nobody know enough to make an educated statement. But if we think, wait, okay, no, but so that. So, so, so you feel like you know exactly why gas prices are the way they are? Because I think there's a, there's a mis, there's a misconception. It would be ridiculous for me to know that I'm a comedian. Again, <laughs> I know that's what my, I'm saying. Keep me in my context, right? I know about as much as the average American citizen, which means I know nothing. <laughs> now, too. with that said, though, I know it's not connected to what they're saying. It's connected to. 
That shit don't got nothing to do with them people over there in Russia. And when you realize, you it, you can look it up. We got 80 million barrels of our own oil. <laughs> 80 million. We can sell. If we went to war with other countries, we would be able to self-sustain ourselves with oil for a good while. We got that in reserve, man. Why, so why is this shit so expensive? They gouging. Yeah, but there's gouging and gouging. This is like crazy gouging. That's what it is. And what you doing about it? <sighs> Fucking nothing. That's my Still point. Still filling up Ain't my you, tank and, and being boom, poor. But, but, but bro, boom, exactly. I know. Exactly. Terrible. Exactly. No, but I will say, though, I think that people are driving less, though. No, 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 no. You can drive less, but gas costs more. So while you drive less, I'm still going to make the same close or more because it costs more. I've seen, like, three gas stations in, like, in Brooklyn that used to go to that all closed in the past month. Oh, yeah, but they, but they not a part of the... They not a part of the... Oh, they're not, um, on the, they they, not a part of the money the makers. They employees, like... Facts. The CEO still seeing the same bread. Oh, really? He's living... He's still living good? I mean, according, according to the shit that they put out that's supposed to be official, ain't nobody lost money. Damn. What gas company you know went broke? I don't know. Sunoco went broke? <laughs> uh, Sunoco. Uh, what's, the, what's the other shit? The uh, gas BP? Place? They went broke? No. I ain't heard about nobody going broke. I've only heard about them making records amount of money. Really? Yeah. What world we living in? You pull that up on your phone. Nah, because now we're just going to start speculating. They saying that the motherfuckers are really making money right now. That some of the Damn. biggest businesses made nothing but money. The mom and pop shit's closed. You know what I'm saying? The employees got hit hard. Like you said, those little spots in Brooklyn, they don't got no job. Yeah. Because people ain't showing up. But the motherfucker that's charging $5.50 a gallon or, I don't know, $10 for premium, whatever the fuck the crazy <laughs> shit is. How I know you gone? All I know is that I was supposed to make a billion. And all I know is say a billion five right here. Think about the shit that's happening with landlords. Your apartment ain't getting no bigger. Yeah, that yeah. bitch is the same size, and this nigga told you to your face, <laughs> it's gonna cost you three times the amount. Why? Because I said so. And that's what we deal with. No justification, no nothing. Just go. I right, have something else for you. Light, light, light heart. More light. Mm. What are your thoughts on the, the on the um, Amber Heard Johnny Depp? Cause I know you have some. Thoughts. I don't know them white people, man. No, but you, do you like, watch? No, you watch it? Fuck no, I ain't watch it. And I think if you watched it, I think you're sick. Like <laughs> I, I'm not yo, gonna lie to you. I watched the, a lot the, of it. You're sick, and you need help. No, maybe you need no, help. Let me, no, no, but let me. Can I defend myself? Sure. I'm. <laughs> yes, you. You might be correct. Mm -hmm. But I, but I will say of the <laughs> of the public trials, mm -hmm. it was it was good. Mm. It was <laughs> describe good. It was just incre it was incredibly entertaining. Oh, okay. So what do you it like was, for entertainment? No, no, no. I'm not gonna lie. Like, no, no, was, don't lie. No, I'm not. I'm not. Be truthful. You lied already. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I've yeah, been you been lying. I've been truthful this whole time. Day. What I've what I've what I've been lying about? When you told when you told the people that <laughs> no, no. you didn't say what you said earlier about being the boxy no. <laughs> that that's what I'm talking about. You know what All I'm right. saying? And yo, that's he sat there and lied with his, with his legs crossed. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Go ahead. Man. No, this this trial was incredibly entertaining because you had one. But I, I feel like you, I f I want you to watch like just like an hour's worth of highlights from this. No, and like uh, you finish, you'll and I'm see, tell you you'll why. see. Because I think that like like Amber Heard, I feel like is is like one of those people that would make you go nuts. No, I know Amber Heard, bro. Like 
you gotta understand that type, that archetype of that vile, poisonous <laughs> lady. I know better versions of that in more regular walks of life. Like, I don't need to turn on the TV to watch this miserable shadow of a human be that. I don't need to turn on the TV to see Johnny Deep be a fucking guy that's beat up in his relationship. I don't need to turn that on. I think the fact that motherfuckers, like, that man, that lady, their lives are falling apart in that moment, right? That is their divorce trial. The fact that you, and you and I, and I love you like family, so I hate <laughs> to do this to you. The fact that you weird no, motherfuckers went and watched that shit no, is the problem. <laughs> Mind your business. How do we know? Look, the bitch shat. Oh my God. She <laughs> shat on the man's bed and you needed to watch part two of that nasty shit. You are sick. That's like those weird motherfuckers that watched that Michael Jackson documentary and oh. then told me I was weird for not watching it. Nigga, there's a part in the documentary I ain't Did you watch the Epstein one? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm not watching that what? nasty shit because at the end of the day, I don't need part two of certain stories. There was one point they said, um, for the MJ thing, whether you believe it or not, they said that at one point somebody was saying that when they were like eight, Michael had them on, on his nipples and all that shit. And I'm like, and you needed to see a part two of that. You got up to listen to part two of that? Something is wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Like motherfuckers got this boner for just sadness, man. I don't got time to watch a motherfucker's life fall apart or watch people get abused on television for my enjoyment. Stay out of people's business. That man is getting divorced and having a motherfucker lie on him in person. Nah, but but part of it was like, I'm not I'm not gonna defend this. No, nah, I don't. It ain't <laughs> gonna, I know. I'm, I'm curious to hear because again, it's like World Star, but on CNN, right? So where it's like a motherfucker is getting beat up right in front of you yeah. and you motherfuckers tune into that shit. Oh, it's entertaining. No, it's sick. Sitcoms are entertaining. No. Art is entertaining. That's somebody's real life being drained in front of you. And we think that that's entertainment. People are sick. No, it doesn't have to be sick. entertain. Well, okay. The Amber Heard, so that, that stuff was a little entertaining. But the, I think like with the MJ and like the Epstein... I think that I wasn't entertained. I also didn't watch the MJ one because mm -hmm. I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. You hear him just like talk about him looking at. Kids yeah, yeah, ass yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. But I think it's interest. There's an interesting element. Yeah, look, man. Everything's interesting. Fucking forks and sockets are interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you get shocked. Our problem is that motherfuckers love that shock so much. You, oh, there we go. Oh, tell me more about how she shit in the bed. Oh, tell me more about how she severed your thumb. Oh, tell me more about how she's lying on you. Oh, like, I don't, that's nasty to me, man. That's nasty nah, to fair me. Enough, fair that enough. whole real, like, that whole aura surrounding that shit. The fact that a place like TMZ is a place. And nobody's walked in there and smacked. No, I know. I'm that I you, agree. That I'm I agree. telling you. That I agree. I'm telling you. It's going to look like that scene in Head of State when Bernie Mac got off the train. I would walk right in that bitch. And on television, while they live, and smack everybody from Harvey to the camera person. Because you can't keep fucking with people like yeah, that. We live in a society where if you were a celebrity, right, a person that's appreciated for your, um, you know, your work, it's allowed for you to be followed. Yeah, it's socially hilarious. It's socially acceptable 
to have people at your hotel. Yeah, no, that should have sick. You. That should have sick. But no, but this ain't no different from that. Johnny Depp and them gave permission for motherfuckers to film they trial. Well, that was a whole other thing. They, they, he like went to. He, he wanted to be a public trial because uh-huh. he's been getting for six years bashed as like the sexual abuser. Okay, right, right. And his but see, wife beater. But see, and he wanted to be like known. Like part of it was like I. When we had found out if it was even if it was a private trial, because I'm sure this same evidence no, would have come sure. up, and then they would have said, "Oh yeah, she was lying," and then we got the same confirmation that uh-huh. we got. You know what I mean? Like I'm. But again, even the fact that he feels that way is because of what we live in. I agree. That's the culture we created. We got more people following around celebrities than we do the fucking president. You know what I'm saying? We got more people. Yo, we haven't seen Kamala in a minute. Yeah, fuck Kamala. <laughs> F- fuck those people. No, I know, people. I know, I know. I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. When's the last time you heard about Kamala? She, she ain't heard about Kamala. I haven't heard her in a minute. Like, since the election, I don't think I've seen her, like, talk once. Ain't nobody asking for that. Because they don't know no one. like, it's so, it's so sad because it's like, you can tell that shit is in its last season. Politics is in its yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to be a part of that shit anymore. You know? So... With that being said, to that the... being said, all right. With that being said, we got to wrap in a second. Oh, you rapping? We have to. We have to wrap. How long we jo- been here? Josh we didn't even get in. I know. <laughs> Josh. Damn. Josh. Josh is gonna kick us out. It's okay. What? what uh, don't worry. Next, ne- bro. Next time we gotta just book like six hours. Yeah, man. This is really more like legit. Y'all got to be two friends catching up. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't seen him in a minute. No, but you know, what I think next time we should do, we should get like, we should go like five mm-hmm. to like nine. I'm down. Get some dinner, some I'm drinks. Down. I was trying to get, I was trying to get drunk with you earlier. Yeah, you definitely were. That's how you know. <laughs> but I was like, really it was like twelve, bro. O'clock. You know what I'm saying? He tried to get I drunk at him twelve o'clock. I texted like, him yesterday. I was like, I've never been drunk on a podcast. Like, you want to try it one time? And he was like, Eh, I'm more of a weed smoker. And I was like, Yeah, eh. all right. And it's also twelve. I was like, I'm gonna drive too, so I won't, I won't drink. Oh, but yeah. Next time, well, next, shit, time next, next time, <laughs> next time, I'll bring enough weed for you. And we nah, but I don't, smoke. Sm- I don't smoke. Oh, you don't smoke. So, well, you bring the drink. I'll bring the weed, and I'll maybe take a shot. We can do that. You yep. take two or three shots, yeah. I'll take, I'll take, uh, if you take two or three pulls, bro. Chill. I've never smoked. Oh, that ain't none of my business. <laughs> how you know I ever drink? I ain't never drink. The bitch just threw a drink no, in my you, face. No, I know you. I, dr- I know you drink. How you? Because you, know you told me once. You told me once your. Fi- I think it was a whiskey or. Is yeah, like whiskey? I did tell you one. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's fair. I know that's you fair. drink. That's fair. Um, okay, fair enough. All right, to wrap it up, mm-hmm. where can everybody find everything that that you're doing? Where can they find the Nico White? You know what's funny is that. I'm I'm in the process of revamping so much. Okay. Like I got a new website, but like I don't know if it's gonna be like nw.com or what. I'm still working on that. But y'all, look here. Look here. If you would like to keep up with me, the best places you can find me right now are Instagram, TikTok. What's the handle? I'm on Instagram at Nico White93. That's at N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-93. I'm on Instagram, Nico White93. And if you still on Facebook, you want to follow me there, you know, reach still out. Still on I got Facebook? A, yeah, I still, I'm still on Facebook. I'm older than you. Yeah. So I'm still on Facebook. I made some money on Facebook too. Though. Oh, really? I mean, Facebook was how I was getting booked for so many years. Like, you oh, know, wow. the me- messenger and all that. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah. it was like one-stop shopping. Okay. So Facebook had, its, had, Facebook had its time. It's Instagram now. But like, if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. But y'all, more importantly than all of that. If you see me in your city, because we might be hitting the road a little bit in the fall oh, soon, and shit. Right. but like when I'm in your city, come out. You know what I'm saying? If you enjoy stand up comedy, I'm one of the dope comedians, and I hope you'll come and enjoy some of the dope with me. You know what I'm saying? 
All I want to do is be in front of you, be a better part of your day. I hope you'll give me that opportunity. And in the meantime, for what's available, go watch the work that we have out for you. Right now, I'm promoting the um, Netflix joint. That's Pete Davidson Presents the Best Friends. Mm -hmm. Make sure y'all check that out. And after you check that out, go check out some of my work. I have two specials that are available. The first one is called Introducing Me. We did that in 2015. The second one is called Dark Out. We did that in 2020. I have an album that I'm re-releasing. It's called Marcellus, M-A-R-S-C-E-L-L-U-S. That will be available hopefully by the time you hear this. Um, and man, after that, just, you know, stay tuned. I hope to meet you. And oh, like I said earlier, if you work in the industry, mm. I'm currently unwrapped. Mm -hmm. And if you like stand up and if you like where, you know, it could go, you know what I'm saying? And like to find a dope comedian that could, you know, maybe be a part of some dope places that stand up can go. Well, I'm taking meetings. Hit a brother up. Hit a brother up. Only if you see what this brother sees in the yeah. brother that we talking about. Mm -hmm. If you don't. Keep your distance it. like COVID, man. <laughs> keep, it, keep your distance like COVID. Um, oh, and shout out to the guy, man. I did. I, we did all this shit, right? Got all the way to the end. We talked about the Netflix thing, but I ain't publicly thanked the homie. So, big shout out to Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. Family, thank you for always being who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know how you can thank people privately for everything yeah, all yeah. the time, but... No, yeah. shout out to him. Public shout out to PD. You the man, man. And uh, for me, uh, public for public sh public shout out, public thank you to uh, to you, um, my brother. I'm ha I'm happy to see you. Happy to see it's you. It's been too, it's been man. a while, and um, and yeah, I'm excited. We'll uh, we'll keep grinding. Keep no, keep working. There you go. Keep working. Excuse me. I know. Um, I'm going over time, and Josh getting mad, but <laughs> Josh gonna smack him. I know, right? But. Honestly, to the folks that have been following this dude for a while, this motherfucker's really, really done something here. And you all are really a part of something. So I hope you know what you're a part of. I hope you, you know what you're you. a part of. Thank you. And I hope y'all know that it's something meaningful. This shit didn't start out on these couches. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They for damn sure weren't this nice <laughs> when I first got here. You know what I mean? Josh was meaner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but... They've built something. So congrats to thank you, you for building that. Thank you. Happy for thank you. Thank you. Keep it building. And thank you for having a place for folks like your boy to come on and yes, talk sir. some shit for two hours, man. Next time we five. Uh-huh. Next time we five. This is the Where's This Going? Yeah. Hosted by Felix <laughs> Levine. What you got to plug and shit? Nothing. What? Just, there's I no, there's nah, no, there's no plug somebody. right now. There's no plug. We got to get the fuck out of here because Josh is going to slit my throat. Okay. Well, but that don't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If you slit your throat, that's not my throat. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm cool. You know what I mean? Good to your wrap-ups. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, appreciate, I appreciate everybody listening, and uh, I appreciate you. So what else you got you. to talk about, man? How <laughs> nah. much as I appreciate well, you, buddy? Well, 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 bro, next time. Next time? This ain't no time like this time, no. I know, I know, but Josh, he's got another session coming in. He's that ain't none of my business. In. I don't like those people. I don't know those people. Fuck them niggas, man. <laughs> yeah. on, that, on that note, <laughs> appreciate everybody. Appreciate Thank you, guys. Man, nothing but a pleasure.